Hello, everybody. It is February, and you know what that means. It's time for Sweeps Month here at Blocked Party. And in the past, Sweeps Month, Sweeps Month? Fuck me. Jesus Christ. I, this is a disaster. Want to take another? Do you no, 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 no. Keep it going. Keep it going. We'll leave it bullshit. Sweets month. Sweets month. And that's every but it, month it for is. me. I mean, I Valentine's is coming well, up, so it actually does sort true. of. Sweetheart's yeah. month. Yeah. But we do sweeps month here at Block Party, and that usually means having either very high profile guests on, or last year we had only guests that we were having on the show for the first time ever. This year, we're doing something a little different. It's called Freaky February, where Stefan and I are going to be doing episodes of our favorite podcasts. So the block party format is taking a break for a month, and we're going to try and see if we can do other podcasts worse than they can. And I think the answer will be yes. First on the docket is one of our favorites, Your Kickstarter Sucks, starring Jesse Farrar and Michael Hale. It is a weekly look at the worst on Kickstarter. And so if you want to check out their pod, you can get it anywhere. Your Kickstarter sucks. You can follow them on Twitter, twitter.com slash your Kickstarter. And I think their Patreon is YKS pod. I don't fucking know. Just go Patreon to Patreon. Is your Kickstarter sucks. Okay. Patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks. Check it out. And hey, check us out. It's time for your Kickstarter's blocked. That's right, they're still making your Kickstarter sucks, yep. John and Stefan. They're still doing the stuff they've been going for six years and haven't given it up. So somehow here's another six pack of this type of junk, yeah that's right. We're still doing these. Kickstarter sucks, yeah that's right. We're, We're still, still doing, doing these. Yep. John and Stefan. Haven't given this up. Yeah that's right. We're still doing your Kickstarter sucks. Hey Colin, this is JF. I uh, just got off the phone with Dan. He said you guys were... Doing a YKS parody or something, um, I don't know, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody will sign off on it. Um, we're pretty protective of our IP on the show, and, and it's, it's nothing personal. It's just our attorney says that um, basically it's like he'll he'll just like he'll sue you guys right into the fucking ground. Um, and he's pretty good. He's actually pretty good too. He's the guy who um, got Michael Jackson's doctor off um, when he killed Michael Jackson. Um, well, he was convicted. The guy, the, he was convicted, but he only did two years of a four-year sentence, uh, which is not bad. It's a half off. Um, actually, he went to school here in Nashville, funny enough. Uh, Dr. Conrad Murray, I mean, not our lawyer. I don't know if our lawyer went to school. Anyway, I forget what I was uh, calling about, but uh, yeah, just have Stefan send me that propofol. All right. Take it easy, bud. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 272 of your Kickstarters Blocked. I'm John. I'm Stefan. Uh, I just want to say, uh, how come Jesse can't sound that good on the stream? Uh, like his internet, you know, he's had some issues recently. He sounded great there. Uh, and I would love it if he could sound just like that on the stream. Um, he's, he's sort of like threatening us, it felt like. A little bit. That's what I, I was hearing. I was hearing threats, yeah. uh, which is weird because I did ask him permission to do this. And he said, yes. I mean, he would have been just out of it probably at the time. Um, like you think he was high or something? I, he's just, I mean, he's a, he's a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, I've, I mean, when, when your internet's not working, I feel like that kind of, uh, that sort of discombobulates the whole program. He's a big internet guy. JC. Yeah. So, um, JC, are you calling me JC? I guess now? I, ha- yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, should I call you? It 
sort of I don't fucking know, man. Look, we okay. we put we did put in some effort for this. We have some ideas. Uh-huh. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. I yeah. think part of it, part of the our thing idea help, was, and I thought this was weird, but you yeah. have decided after the first minute of the show, you're going to be doing the entire show in character as JF with an accent and everything. Of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, what I was going to do to, to get into DB mode is, oh, I you're was going to, I guess I'm JF then. Yeah. Cause you do all the work. <laughs> yeah. Right. True. Uh, so I guess I got to be mad. No, what I was going to start doing hey, is Stefan. Hey, yeah. you didn't do any work on the pod this yeah. week. Hey, did you get half the six pack? But this is basically the same sort of thing as blocked party, right? Where it's it's this it is kind of a similar dynamic, I think. Yeah. Um. But what I was gonna do is I was just gonna like very like while you're talking, just cl- very clearly be like browsing the internet and like not paying attention, and just like the screen goes like you know it'll it'll like light up my face, and it's very clear that I'm just like looking at something on the internet. Right. Um. Is that what DB so, does? No, DB would never do that. Oh, okay. He's, yeah, because I, I always think of DB as sort of like a professional, kind of like fully locked in. He's guy. he's 100% there at, at all times. I think yeah. what's going to help us uh, with this is is obviously having producer Dan here because we do share a producer. That is uh, true in with, more ways than one. Yeah. Um, Dan, any... What the fuck does that mean? Sexually. We f- oh, okay. fuck you. Yeah, we all uh, fuck you. What? No, I'm fucking you. I'm the one doing... No, I'm, nope. I'm fucking you, Dan. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a, this is a real YKS episode. Then this is okay. This is, this is like almost too similar. I think. Dan, let us know when it's back. Yeah, you're back now. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're getting anyway, the full YKS experience here. Yeah. Well, we were talking about how we all fuck Dan. Yeah, but, we all fuck Dan, and Dan was saying that he fucks us. But then, no, it is kind of the rare occurrence. Uh, Stefan is, as we know, usually a bottom, but yeah. uh, for some reason with Dan. We can switch. We switch it up, though. I, I just they I start. They I, call him Obi Toppin because he's always uh, that's good. That's really on top good. Of Dan. Now, Dan, um, I was going to ask, did you have any any tips or tricks for recording an episode of YKS that we uh, should know? about? Nope. OK. All right. Nothing, nothing at all. Thank you. Know? you. I mean, how long have you been producing their show for? For oh, quite a while now, like I think f- four years or so. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you learned anything in those four years? Uh nope. Mm. Okay. Hmm. I'm gonna start looking at the internet. <laughs> yeah, this isn't helpful. This isn't helpful at all. Uh that's okay. I got the Neuralink chip installed. Oh, John. did you? Yeah. What is that? I feel I see people like posting about it and kind of making fun of uh it is uh, making fun of Elon, but I'm trying to figure out what yeah. the what is the Neuralink. It's uh, a brain chip. computer interface. It's designed mm. to let you control a computer or mobile device anywhere you go. Well, the thing with a mobile device is that you can control a mobile device anywhere yeah, you go. That's why it's called hands. a mobile device. Yeah, I use my hands for that. Uh, so this is it, so the idea would be that you're kind of like you can scroll with like your eyes. You can and go stuff. like you can go like and if you're watching, you can see I'm kind of oh. I, I don't, actually I don't know if you'd have to move your head even probably you wouldn't have to move oh, your I head. Hate, I hate I that. think you could just like look and like and then what it, can you think like open Instagram and then it'll I just th- like open Instagram. I imagine that's what they're going for. Probably my Ugh. my theory that doesn't sound possible. No, my theory. And again, it's apparently been implanted in, in their first human brain because um, they, okay. they actually. Yes. Well, that's what I mean. That's what Elon said. But they 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 tested them on a bunch of uh, apes and chimps and stuff, mm-hmm. and the apes' heads all exploded or whatever, uh, and a bunch of them died from the really. Chimps. Yeah. Um, this so, all sounds fake. Like this sounds like you're making no, this up. This, this is, is all 100 percent. This is all real. 
My theory for this. So it blew is, the heads off a bunch of apes, and then someone was like, "Yeah, I'll try that." Yeah, my theory is that um, I think what a lot of uh, Elon Musk fans are are going to implant it for is so they can like use it as an excuse for being a pedophile, where they're just like, "Well, it was the it was the chip. It wasn't me. You know, it was mm. it was the it was the Neuralink." That's my theory. Um, that's I your theory. That's my theory for why all the Elon Musk fans want to get the. It's crazy that implanted. that was sort of like what your brain went to right away. Is that, the that, sort of sorry, up, dude. Is it yeah, crazy sort to of, you guys? The sort of pedophile angles. It's crazy little. to you guys that Elon Musk fans are pedophiles. No, more no, that's so that's crazy. Yeah. No, more so that you're. you're I, kind of I was putting about myself in the in the in the headspace mm. of an Elon Musk fan. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. direct. You know, but anyway, because I feel like it's going to be like there's like a Neuralink technician looking at the charts. And being like, we have a huge problem here. All of our, uh, all, all of our implanted chips have, have turned people into Dutch pedophiles. And then another... Why do they have to be Dutch? Then, Why are you bringing the another, Dutch into this? And now, then another Stephen? technician... Okay, shut the fuck up. And then another technician is like, no, those are That's actually rude. like... Those are the charts from before they got the, the chips implanted. So don't worry about it. Um, anyway, John, thank you. You're doing a very good job of, of being, doing the JF thing of like not going along with the riff. So uh, I just forgive me for uh yeah. not not hearing the pedophile riff and being like hey let's jump in let's get yeah. in on well, that well you you don't want to disrespect elon musk fans so i i understand it I and it. dutch people i yeah. love them all you love you love to actually no you know what that is if you're if you're gonna do a jesse bit jesse is dutch famously so is he yeah he is uh, oh, he's i don't from, even think i knew that ones. yeah no he's dutch he's yeah. full dutch he's full, well he's like half dutch i think that makes but, a lot of sense actually yeah now that you think about oh, it. oh i know right yeah yeah um, he really hates it if you bring it up. So don't bring what it up. What did you uh what did you think of my JF impression earlier? It was pretty good. It was yeah. subtle, I think. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, I'm not I don't think I'm good at it. No, I think it was okay. I, I never it tried it before bad. until just now. It wasn't like I practiced or anything. No, because you did say originally when I came up with this idea, you're like, are we doing these episodes in character? Yeah, because I was which, like, that's a lot of work. <laughs> it seems like a disaster. Yeah, but we're not we're not doing that. So yeah. that's good. Um yeah. Dan, how do you think we're doing so far? You're doing great, Stefan. Every five minutes. I mean, or how so. can we fuck this up? Really, at the beginning of the show, they just talk about stupid shit. Well, I mean, did you I, go to the? Have you gone to the store recently, John? Well, I was gonna uh, before we get to the store discussion. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just gonna say that um, I listened to my first ever YKS episode to prepare for this. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. uh, so I was listening to it, and I was just sort of like, yeah, okay, the, you know, we can do this opening part easy. We do, we yeah. don't even really have to talk about anything. Yeah, you know, it's they didn't like, mention you on that particular episode, did they? No. I, OK, I should say I've listened to pieces of a lot of YKS episodes because my wife, you get, Becca, you get, you get brought up quite a bit. Yeah, uh, my wife, Becca, listens to YKS. Well, not that often. You don't have to get it going. No, no, no. I would say it's every other episode. I'm going to get it's bordering slandered on obsession. It's, I'm gonna it's get, almost insane. Uh, we're, we're I mean, we're both going to get slandered on on their upcoming episode. I'm going to get slandered for sure for one specific reason, which we'll we'll get into later yeah. on in the show. Um, but it's going to be, if you're listening to us first and then YKS, you have a lot of Stefan and John slander to look forward to, I'm sure. Yeah. Cause they're definitely. recording, they're recording. I mean, Dan, you're recording right after this with them pretty much. Right? Yes. This may even run into the recording of that oh, episode. And they, so they're they going to be, I would love that. that. Yeah. I would will, actually hope, can we go long so that. we make, and we make sure it runs into their recording time. Feel free. <laughs> I would be so great to uh, for you to have to text them and say, oh, sorry, uh, you know, John and Stefan doing your Kickstarters blocked is yeah. uh, running you could into just, your... You could add them to the call maybe right at the end and, and mm. we could sort of tell well, them they, how it went. We are using know? their 
call for this. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's that's a problem, I guess. It says yeah. Jesse on my window right now. Yeah, yeah I just gave you their links. That makes so, sense, I think. Yeah. yeah, but they're not really using these as much, right? Because aren't they? They're doing in person now, right? So which we couldn't. Yeah, you but know. I still communicate with them through this. So. Oh yeah, I guess you're not flying down there twice a week or whatever. I mean, I would love it. The you setup would love is great. To fly there twice a week. John, have you back. seen the setup? The setup is great. The setup looks nice. Definitely, yeah, it does. Um, as far as the store goes, mm-hmm. um, I have uh, I go to the store a lot. I'm I'm sort of the store guy in our household. Maybe it's a similar thing with Jesse. I mean, Jesse famously does love going to the store. He loves I know going to the store. They've sort of like just gotten into Costco recently because yeah, I think I heard Costco just opened uh, down there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think Costco's previously cool. it, it would have been like a Sam's Club uh, oh, town. Like a Walmart. Because that's Walmart, I think. Yeah. That's yeah. the version of Costco. But yeah. I believe they are a Costco town now. They love that. They did mm. a Costco episode. Um, but yeah, what, what's, what's been going on at the store for you recently, John? Well, I was just in Victoria, B.C., Oh yeah, how was so? That? I was. Uh, it was good. It was yeah. good. I was there for curling provincials. I was commentating in person. Uh, in person, yeah, yeah. Pardon me. So they flew me out to Victoria and uh, hit up a few stores. I was, um, I was out there, and they had uh, Stefan. Do you ever shop at uh, Plenty? Oh, that's like the clothing store. The clothing store. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know Jesse's yeah. more of like a grocery store kind of guy, but well, I, was... I feel like Jesse has Jesse has some nice clothes, but I think a lot of the time his issue is he will order the clothes online, which can be dangerous. Right. And he, he famously ordered that uh, pair of like insane orange running shoes. Yeah. That was tough. Um, and it didn't help that he was wearing them. They were like super tight on his feet and he was wearing them with like white socks or whatever. And like, it was a fucking insane look, but I, I think, your version of the store is maybe the clothing store because you'll go there in person. I'll you know? go to the clothing store. And I just want to say, Jesse, obviously, one thing we kind of didn't really talk about at the time, but I think Bear's mentioning orange sneakers because mm-hmm. he's Dutch. Oh, um, yeah, that makes sense, actually. I didn't even, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even make the connection. Big yeah, that's or- true. They're a big orange country. And it was orange with blue accents. And that's there's also blue on the Netherlands flag as well. So Wow, yeah. Good to good to just good to get that out there. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I was at Plenty and they were doing their. Uh, hey, did you go to Good first? Good and good and isn't that a isn't that a candy or something? What's the candy? That am I supposed to join in on this riff? As is well? that a can- yeah, yes? Good and Plenty is a candy. It's the it licorice. It's, it's a the, shitty like, candy. It's like yeah, one it of the, the worst candies. Box. Yeah, and they look it's like pills, sort of. Yes. Yeah. yeah anyway, bad candy. Like go ahead. Bad candy. Uh, JC. Not good. Not good. JC. Uh, thank you, S H. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna call, i'm just gonna call you john i think that'd be like the worst yeah it's it's funny because lots of people do call me jc you've yeah. just never that, called that's me like JC. a jesus christ thing though to me more because yeah I'm, it's people who worship Lord. me like a god call yeah me JC. yeah yeah anyway uh, you're at plenty so i was at plenty and they do this like twice a year sale 70 mm-hmm. percent off Wow. Like everything so got, or just a lot of stuff? A lot of stuff. So I got yeah. this. It's like a mint green, like That's long nice. sleeve shirt. I feel like you have other stuff in that color. Uh, not Maybe? anymore, I don't think. No? Okay. It's a good Eight, color. $18. Wow. <clears throat> I got a hoodie. I got a Nike hoodie. Okay. I got this and I yep. got a really nice button up. 80 bucks total. Wow. There you go. And that's 80 bucks Canadian. 80 bucks Canadian. Yeah. The Nike hoodie was regular 89 and I got it for 25. Yeah. We're going to have to do some. So uh, it was a good, it was a really good clothing. Like I could have easily bought like 
10 things. Sure, of course, yeah. I think we're going to have to do some some price conversions probably on the Kickstarters maybe for, oh, uh, yeah, for our American point. listeners. For our American because, listeners know, course, who YKS maybe don't understand. Famously American, very patriotic. Uh, yes, and they you, are you, big, big patriot guys. Have you been to the grocery store recently though? Yes, I was there yesterday. Okay, what'd you get? Uh, what did I get? I got some stuff for lunch. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Now we're talking sandwiches. Yeah. I got some salami. A oh, bun. that's nice. Yeah. I got a cheese bun from Cobbs. Actually, there's a Cobbs right across the street. You know from a cheese the grocery bun, store. A cheese bun on a sandwich as like the base of the sandwich is, is nice. I like Pretty that. Good. Dan yeah, it was, was sort of frowning at it for some reason. I don't know. Is it you too don't much, like a Dan? cheese bun, Dan? I like a cheese bun, but I keep the cheese bun and the sandwich separate. I don't Mm-hmm. So you just really? have the bun by itself? Like I'll a cheese just say, bun on a, it's kind of top tier. It's kind of top tier. Like if you can get yeah. the cheese bun and the like, just try it. If you never I mean, try yeah, it, but I'm, I'm also saying it. this it. is an elite cheese bun. I'm not talking okay. about like grocery yeah, Cobbs, store. Cobbs has some nice Cobbs, cheese buns. The cheese yeah. buns are very good. Yeah, that's so a it's good like choice. it's not just like grocery store shitty, like, like the, the shitty, kind of reddish, dry, yeah, dry cheese. No, no, no. Yeah, I do have a Cobbs near me, so I'll go after we record. I'll go get some. I'll try it out. Yes, it's a good. I would say especially with salami. It's a good, it's a good what, play. What, uh, what condiments you putting on there? Just mustard. Yellow mustard. Just only. mustard. No, no mayo or anything. You're not, do you, nah. don't, you don't like mayo? Uh, mayo's fine. I, I yeah. just don't need it on a sandwich. I, I don't, I don't know. No. Interesting. Okay. I just go like probably double the amount of yellow mustard that a normal person would put on a sandwich. And that's fine. You know what? Like, I, I think as you get older, because I feel like you see a lot of people shit talking just like basic yellow mustard. There's nothing wrong with some just French's yellow mustard. Delicious. It's good. You know, delicious. Condiment. Now, is a fancy mustard nice? Of course. Of course. It's not I think like just, I'm a, I'm not uncultured. No, of course. But I think, I think all mustard is, is good. Um, yes. and I, and I do think, uh, there's something to be said for just plain French's yellow mustard, you know, I agree. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. There's a place for all of this in our yeah. now, salami, society, mustard, anything salami, else? Salami, mustard, cheese. There's cheese a, on the bun already. But exactly. You know, you so can, I didn't go double cheese. Okay. Okay. And then I did uh side pickle. Okay. And, uh, some Miss Vicky's all dressed. Wow. That's nice. On on the sandwich? No, no, just beside. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. We uh so there's these pickles. I think I've talked about them on the show before in Vancouver called yeah. Hobbs pickles. Yes. They're on Granville Island. Can you get them in uh Well, Calgary? so here's the thing, Stefan. Uh so in Vancouver, you can buy them in store as well. Like some Safeways will carry them. They're in like a screw top jar. And a jar of these pickles usually costs about $15. Canadian, again, to Canadian. be clear, that's like $11. $11 US American. Still expensive, but like these yeah. are really good. Pick- I've had an, them before. It's, a, it's an elite pickle. They're it's, very, it's a, and they're pretty big too, right? <clears throat> yes, yes. It's a, you it's a really, really you good. You get lots of stuff for a sandwich, right? Like, it's a really good pickle. Yeah. And so we were nervous that they wouldn't have them in Calgary. So we looked on their website and there's an Italian market here in Calgary that carries them. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, weird, but sure. So I go to this Italian market looking for like the screw top labeled jar that they sell in Vancouver. Could not find that, but the Italian market had these like bulk pickles Yeah, in just like a regular normal plastic deli container. And so I Those bought are good them. pickles. Those are good. Just well, the- I bought them and they were Hobbs pickles. Oh, so they, they just like, didn't re- advertise them, but them. definitely the taste. Yeah, it was. And I would say are they cheaper? A third of the price. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. And just because it doesn't have like the branding. 
I guess. Well, my guess is what they do is Hobbs just ships them buckets of pickles. They don't ship them to like individually right. labeled and jars. Then they'll, they'll put them in the little plastic containers. And then containers. they put them in a plastic container, put it on the shelf. But yeah, like a, a plastic container of about, I would say, seven or eight pickles is like three bucks. Holy shit. Yeah. And they're big. Like you said, they're big pickles. Yeah, they're, big they're really pickles. good. It's, ama- it's amazing, Damn. honestly. It's, it's one of the better deals uh, of living in Calgary. The I gas is to, way cheaper and the pickles are way cheaper. I might have to do a, a nice salami lunch sandwich today. That's a good idea. Why not, right? Yeah. It's, a pretty, it's pretty good meat. Yeah, that's a great idea. I might do that. I, I was thinking of making some Do you pizza grocery tonight. shop or does Irene do that? I'm, I'm the grocery shopper. Okay, I, I thought so. Yeah. I'm pr- and I'm pretty good at it, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be hard. You probably got to do multiple trips because you can't carry the bag. Yeah, I'll do one thing at a time. So I'll go buy yep. the bag of chips first, nice and light, get that go out home. of the way. Then yep. I'll go buy like uh, like a single orange, you know, yep. depending on if it's like a mandarin orange, I'll get like three of them maybe. Yeah, um, smart. And then, you know, I I would one day love to be able to buy a Fuji apple, but so far that's not, uh, I'm just not there yet. They're a little big, yeah. Fuji are a on little the bigger bi- side. A little big, John. Yeah. I mean, okay. well, uh, yeah. You know, try and fit it, fit it in my little Stuart Little car, you know, because I'm, <laughs> I'm a little mouse. That would that would insinuate that you could drive. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, actually, which I guess yeah. you, in theory you can. But yeah, you don't yeah. really. I don't. But there's plenty of grocery stores around. When here, I'm so. back, though, when I'm back, I'm coming I'm, back at the end of March. Okay. And we might be going through a drive. We might be going through a drive through. Yeah. So we should decide on which restaurant it's going to be. I won't have a car, so okay. it'll be my parents' car that you're taking through the drive. Oh, okay. So oh, shit. Just in All case, right. if you wanted to get a little bit, more you know which nervous. one we should do. Let's do or, the... or we can get your parents' car if you that makes you feel better. That would be yeah, and they would be fine with that. We could okay. do that. Um, I think maybe we should do. No, I'm just kidding. We should take your do dad's this. Lambo through the drive. Of course, yeah. yeah. I think we should do the insane uh, Wendy's on Camby. That insane drive through. I'm just I'm, oh. I, I do not want to do that one. That one is I was going to say what that one is fucked for like good drivers. I feel like well, you can see when you go through that drive yeah. through like all the scrapes on the yeah. wall. And do you stuff. want to describe that drive through for our listeners? Tom? Yeah. So basically it's it's in a it's on a very busy intersection in Vancouver. Yeah. And, and so there's so a, many accidents at that intersection too. All yeah. The time. So it's a small plot of land. So the parking lot is very small. So what you do is you drive up. And then uh, you go to the board and you make your order and then you have to drive up a hill or like a ramp, yeah. I guess. It's a ramp to and get it's like so up narrow. To the Wendy's and it's a, and it's a curved ramp. Yeah. So you're driving up the curved ramp to get to the drive through window and then down the ramp. And there's out like of just the enough room for a car. It's very small. And and yes, I've I've driven through it many times, never gotten an accident, but. Definitely, if you've never been through a drive-through before, not that's the right not not the one I'm starting. We're going to be we, picking a drive-through that is very. We wide should just open. do like a McDonald's that's yeah. got like the two lanes, like exactly. a two-lane McDonald's drive-through. That's basically just like driving on the road. Exactly. That's yeah, that'll and we'll be, warm you up before, of course, and we'll I'll go like you we'll go like as we'll go well like as late we can at, drive around. Thank you. And, uh, yes. Yeah, I'll get some some roadhead for the first time. <laughs> that'll that'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> It might be tough for me to reach. I have to get way down in there. Yeah, and you need a pair of little like because uh, my you know like tweezers to jack me off because of how small my penis is. Too. Yes, and that's you're gonna right. want to have a clothespin for your nose because of how bad my penis stinks. Yes, um, it's very small, but it smells quite bad. Mm. Yeah, that is yeah. interesting. That's yeah. kind of a it's kind of a double whammy. It's sort of the worst you'd of both worlds. think if it was <laughs> small, you'd be able to keep it clean a little easier, not as much surface it's a, area. It's actually harder because it's so it's so damn small that it's like hard to the, like the tough soap to get the, in there. The soap molecules are too big, so they don't <laughs> they don't permeate my small penis. 
You just got to get one of those like body wash squirt bottles and squirt it down the hole yeah. uh, that your penis lives in, in between your legs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's tough. It That's is. Tough it's, it's, a a, it's a penis. It's a tough situation, John. It's not, it is kind of, but it, it is nice that we have started doing an impression of DB. That's uh, true. Is, yeah. Sorry. Really- I forgot I was doing that. Yeah. Th- I'm DB. <laughs> no, DB has a hog. So. You think so? Yeah, I've seen it. It's fucking huge. Oh, yeah. You've actually seen it? Yeah, it's fucking massive. Yeah, really? Dude. He's packing. Yeah. Wow, yeah. good for DB. Yeah. Why how why have you seen DB's penis? I don't want to get into that. Really. He uh I think this was like pre-COVID, but a bunch of us were on a call doing like playing poker or something and he was like I have to go get something from my room. And then he just walked across the screen totally naked after like two minutes and then came back and it was like, it was, was he incredible. doing this on purpose or he yes, didn't real? It, okay. No. Yeah. It was just a bit for like five people on the call to see him walk by completely naked. It was very funny. Um, yeah. It was just sexual harassment for five people. Very, very funny guy. Yeah. yeah. Love, love, I love, I'd love to see him do it again. So he's got but, a big hog. I mean, he's look. What about JF? Do we know about JF's hog? Well, he's a Dutch guy, so Dutch guy, and he's a dad. Dads yeah. famously have small dinkies. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, small, uh, small you know but what? stately. I, I would, I would imagine. You know, it's just kind of like those, nice, like nice you, to look at. Yeah, if you looked at the, if the picture was like zoomed in, you'd be like, I could deal with that, you know. And then you zoom out, and you're like, okay, mm, it's actually yes. like it yeah, looks once like once you see cl- it for scale, exactly close up. It's like this is a regular sized, if not kind of a decent like a big sized penis and yeah. then when you see it on his body yeah uh of course it looks uh substantially smaller um that's and too bad <laughs> jeff's gonna be so happy about this they talk about me on YK. no i know like it's I, I think job. you can it, they treat it, you very fairly yeah. on there john <laughs> it is their job actually what now that you mentioned it <laughs> <laughs> well not necessarily making fun of me no, yeah. Well, I wouldn't look, say I, they I, treat me fairly, Dan. What what I, makes you think they treat me fairly? Oh, Dan, I don't know. Dan eating a muffin. Very yeah, nice. Dan's got a Dan's Is that a blueberry muffin. muffin or a chocolate chip? Yeah, that's a blueberry muffin. Looks like okay. oh, it's a Costco. Dan said he went to Costco. Yeah, yeah there you go. So you got that's muffins and prime muffin. energy you, drinks and that's it. Or prime you, sports drinks. I got all types of shit, baby. I spent like $300 there. Oh, wow, Dan. Oh, Dan, I love this. this Jay, uh, this, Jay this, sort of rubbing like, off on you. Yeah, Dan's this 2024 version of Dan that like, I really uh, like shops it. at Costco. You threw out your bongs. We haven't even talked about that yeah. on the show. Well, I gave them to my mother, but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about That's your dad? Sweet. That's nice. You got rid of that too, everything? Yeah, I gave it all to my mom. Wow. wow. That's, that's very that's good, really good. Dude. It's very Let impressive. Her ruin her life now, you know. I'm very proud sure. Of you. Yeah. Well, no. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I. Hey, look. I haven't. I did. I did dry January, and I'm going to keep it going. I feel. It feels great. It's very nice. Is that sort of you're referring to like how like the state of women's vaginas around you? Yeah. That's well. That's been going on for a long time. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah dry life. Dry life. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I. You actually dr- did dry January. You didn't talk did. about that. Oh, did, did the call drop out again, Dan? Oh, it's okay. Okay, we're back now. We're good. Okay. Sorry so where were we? We were talking about how women's pussies are dry around stuff. Well, yeah. There, are just, there is no pussy around Stefan. What are you talking about? Well, uh, I guess, uh, actually. Oh, my oh God. great. Why go. did I say that? Fuck. Yeah. And here's Kiki. Look at her. Look at her. Come on. The first pussy she's going, she's going close so, to Stefan's face in she's years. going. She's going so crazy. Look how crazy she's going. She is. She's going. She's going lay down mode. Oh, here. Let me go like this. Hey, Kiki. She's like, get get me out of here, dude. I hate this right now. What's happening? Okay. So you didn't say you didn't tell me that you were doing uh, dry January. I thought I did mention it, but um, like yeah. weed as well. Yeah, 
Yeah, oh, I mean, wow. I, don't, I don't really smoke much weed. No, anymore. I know, but you still like, have you, you do, you'll have a drink or an I edible a, or whatever. I have a vape pen that I'll I'll use like once a month kind of thing. But no, it was it was like completely wow. uh, sober January. It was nice, you know. You liked it. It's sort of fucked up that if you stop uh, drinking just like two beers on a weeknight, um, you just feel way better. Your skin mm-hmm. looks better. Um, you're getting better sleep. You're in a better mood. Like. That's bullshit. It sucks, you know. Well, but welcome to my life. I know, I know. I, I think I'm just gonna keep it going. It's nice. You save some money. Although sure. non-alcoholic beer is like not cheap, which is bullshit. Well, but. that's the thing now too. Is like you know, I I grew up in an era where the only non-alcoholic options for me was pop. Yeah, you know. Well, and non-alcoholic then, beer back then, and I'm non-alcoholic to, beer back then was terrible. Was, I mean, not that sucked. I would, not that I would ever have no, that. No, but it was but like, yeah, like awful. O, I'm trying o to Duels think. was o the, Duels is the one I was thinking. The of, main yeah. one, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, they the, it was not good. I mean, but yeah, non-alcoholic beer is bad anyway. But now, it, now I'm sort of like living in this utopia where every restaurant has like multiple mocktails on the menu, and yeah. you can buy mocktails in the store there's tons of seltzer options there's so many and the, non-alcoholic, and the non-alcoholic options beer now, is and they're really so good. expensive it's crazy like yeah. when you go to a restaurant a good like non-alcoholic cocktail is like eight bucks it's like don't don't bring me into this price and that's bracket. like a good price i mean an alcoholic one is going to be like 25 sure bucks for like sure a really but that's good the one, thing but, but still no a I pop know. is like three bucks and and then i gotta pay eight bucks for this and it's, it's not free refills it, either it sucks i i will say come I've on been, man i've been drinking like the non-alcoholic heineken um because it's like I, I a lot of the non-alcoholic beer is like it's like ipas or like craft beer uh equivalents and those are fine i guess but i sort of missed like just the classic shitty beer experience and the non-alcoholic heineken tastes just like heineken so maybe you gotta sucks. get some of the uh, the budweiser prohibition brew I mean, I'll try if it tastes like Budweiser, I'll try it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's been it's been fine. Like it, I, I'm just going to keep it going. I think it's like it's good. I still drink coffee. Yeah. That's that's not going away anytime soon. So I still need that. Right. Um, yeah, you're still th- a, a hopeless, hopelessly addicted. I, I'm still two cups a morning. Uh, a cup of Joe. But you know what? But the, the no alcohol, the no weed. It's been it's been nice. I'm going to I'm going to see how long I can keep that going for uh, until I just like crash and burn. Well, you know? Stefan. Yeah. Speaking of coffee. Yes. We've got an oh. update on an old Kickstarter. We do. Now, of course, we covered this one back on episode 172, Stefan, all exactly 100 episodes before this one. And uh, you've, you, you're the one who found this, uh, this update for us. So why don't you, why don't you take us down memory lane yeah. back to when we first covered this and, and give us the update, Stefan. Well, this is a really stupid idea. It did get funded. Uh, but it sucks. And it's one of those things where, uh, <laughs> if you, if you need this, just like, just how lo- how much time do you just make a cup of coffee? This is Santo coffee cubes, world's fastest cup of coffee in 30 seconds. Now, can is, I just say this? Yes. I'm not a coffee guy. No, you're not. 30 seconds. Doesn't seem that fast to me. Uh, I mean, that's pretty fast. Like for I coffee. get compared to like a, you know, like a coffee maker, sure. like a drip coffee, whatever. Yeah. But like 30 seconds to me doesn't seem I, I like think if you're saying the world's fastest cup of sure. coffee, like in my mind, I'm thinking, bam, I'm thinking 10 seconds, you know, something like I'm not thinking, oh, fi- I still got to wait 30 seconds for this damn thing. Well, look, I think. Uh, part of it is probably maybe they're including in the 30 seconds, they're including like unwrapping the cube or whatever. 
uh, you know, putting the cube in, like filling, filling up the cup with picking out the well, cup. Wouldn't you also have to boil water? Uh, yeah. Or so you that's it, more than 30 seconds too, right there. Cause I'm yeah, guessing you could also you just, just put it in like cold water and, too, I guess. Yeah. Right. I guess you could do an iced coffee. Um, I'm anyway, imagining someone doing like an iced coffee, but it's just like tap water level of cold. That's probably <laughs> what like some people do though. Cold. Like this is so <laughs> stupid. This is such a classic Kickstarter thing. Uh, this is way back. Their last update was 2019. So it's been a long time, mm. John, since we talked about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, it was fully funded. Um, you know, yeah, so some, 80, some of the $83,592 of $30,000, uh, 1749 backers. The backers are not happy okay. uh, because if you go to, well, so well, let's go to the last update. The last update was again in uh, 2019. Uh, finally, USPS came for the orders. Be aware. Not a title you want to see in your, Be in your aware. update here. Uh, so finally, USPS came for the orders. Every time they showed up, they had small cars or SUVs. Until today, they showed up with this little truck. Still, we have more to ship, but at least 200 backers are going to receive their coffee in the next two days. We've been working for the past week, just packing and labeling, and we're about 60% done with all the orders. Check this out. This looks uh, fake to me. It really does. It's a picture of a guy. I guess it's a picture is, of the USPS guy, like giving a thumbs up with the packages in no, the back I, of the truck. No, that's the that's the guy whose Kickstarter it is. Oh, he's, you think he's so? helping. Yeah, he's oh, okay. helping load it because he's that not makes wearing more sense. Because I was going to say a USPS guy is not going to look this happy. No, uh, a lot of boxes here. In fairness, um, but uh, if we if we look at the comments. I People, do like the idea too that these guys called up USPS and they're like, "Hey, you're sending all these little bitch-made cars and SUVs and shit. A, like, we send a, a truck. truck. We're Santo. We're the world's fastest cup of coffee. Get us a fucking truck I'll, over I'll here." I'll say this as well about about USPS um, because you know it's 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 a it's a government agency in the U.S. and mm-hmm. and those maybe have a lot of problems for various reasons. No, sorry, Stefan. We're we're Jesse and DB. We uh, the USPS is a product of the U.S. government, which we love and respect. And that's of course. Of we course. love our president and anyone who might be the future president, and that's we love right. our nation. And I have a flag outside of my house. Of course, yeah. Uh, and I and I raise and lower it every morning. Put it to you know half mast, etc. When the guy gets shot or something, um, <laughs> I. I I do think the the postal service is fucking great. And one thing I do like about them is I love their little uh, vans. I think they're very they they're very distinctive and they look very cool. Yes, I'm big, they do I'm have big cool fan vans. of them. They have cool vans. Uh, anyway, the comments here. Backer number fourteen fifteen. I have yet to receive my order. This is eight months ago. This is the most recent comment. I think. Wow. There's, there's a really good comment here. Santo. So, sent- so the closest. Sorry, Stefan. Yes. Just, yeah. The closest. So we get eight months ago, and then yeah. no one has commented since 2019. Yes. So, so eight some, months ago. So sometime out of nowhere, in a three-year span, this Dave guy got reminded was of like, it, "Hey, wait a minute! I didn't get my yeah my eight coffee months cubes. ago in 2023, and then yeah, four it jumps to four years ago, almost four years ago. It says, uh, "Santo sent only a cup to me. I got only a cup. A cup in two years. A cup." $128? Serious? You bastard swindler Santo and Bernal really, really bless you. COVID-19 be with you. One thing I like is that, oh, I guess if he, I see, because I was going to say that they, they had to put an exclamation mark in the middle of bastard and swindler. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, you know, they did it wrong because they didn't cut out any of the letters, but I'm now understanding it's to get past the 
Kickstarter filter. I guess that's is what that it you, is. is yeah. that you put that in there. But yeah, that's um, COVID-19 be with you. Yes, that's, that's, that's really that's, funny. That's good stuff. Lot, so these are all negative here. Uh, a lot of the complaints are about we're just getting emails. They're emailing us saying you can get free samples and then you can't get the free samples. They're not sending the stuff out. It seems like they just want to do like marketing stuff. Um, and this this is from Megan, who appears to have actually gotten the cubes. When you claim it is lightly sweetened, I was not expecting it to be eight grams per cube. On the classic roast wow. is insane. I drink my coffee all black, and the amount of sugar is so off putting I can't even stomach it. I can't get past the sweetness to be able to tell if the coffee tastes any good. Um, so I I, wow. I think even the eight people grams who got a cube that's crazy. That's nuts. The cubes I guess are fairly big but that's so much fucking sugar i i've also that's i guess that's the thing going back to to my my coffee habits is i am trying to drink just like black coffee right um and that's a steep learning curve because it doesn't taste great but uh that's that's i'll be i'll be attempting you that ever, for the next uh, month or so bit, did you ever have like an instant coffee phase like university no. or anything like that or no i've never really like you mean the k-cups or like the no uh, no 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 like, like the, it, just like the true instant coffee yeah never like did the, you i mean you said no, you've never been a coffee no guy. god no fuck no yeah but yeah. my uh that's all my grandparents ever drank was that's, instant that, coffee. It is sort of grandparent coded, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, they and my grandpa drank it black and it smelled like that's, so bad. I mean, I don't ugh. like the smell of a good coffee. Yeah. Would you drink that like straight black? I mean not good. Nuts. It's nuts. And I remember like one time when they were coming to visit uh, you know, when when we moved to Vancouver, they they still lived in Toronto. So like when they were coming to visit um, you know, my, my, I remember one time my parents were like, Oh, you know, like, uh, cause my parents don't drink coffee. They were like, Oh, you know, we could get a coffee maker and whatever. And they were just like, no, no, it's it, like instant's good. That's what we'd rather have. And it was nasty. Like, Holy God. Disgusting. Yeah. Not good. Really Not good, good comment here from the same guy, uh, as earlier. And this is a phrase that's going to stick with me for a long time. Uh, John, you okay. took my money. Give me my cubes. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of the same people complaining. You uh, took over and my over money. Again. Give me my cubes. Uh, the coffee really tastes good. not good. Very cheap. And like chemical, the worst project I've ever supported at Kickstarter. Uh, this is this is really. Wow. Funny. I mean, I think this is not to not to be too mean to these poor people who got scammed. But like what? Just just make a fucking cup of coffee. Like, Dan, what can you, you go down? There's one there where the person says that it seems like the founder is doing really well and they link to a tweet. Is it possible oh, that that Facebook tweet's post, still live? There's one that's... Oh, uh, Facebook. Okay, yeah. Can we... Yeah. Is there any way we could maybe see that? This scam artist POS seems to be doing oh, okay. very well. Oh. <laughs> okay. It was a picture of a Mercedes and a BMW. A BMW. And he's at like a nice pool at like a... Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. He's at a big mansion there. Wow. This is really good. Although okay. this could be... This, this guy could definitely be the kind of guy that like none of this is real either. Oh, for sure. It's just pictures on Instagram and yeah, Facebook. Yeah, like, oh, I and- rented a Mercedes and I put it in my... Oh, in my driveway that's wonderful. really funny though this is this is of really course good. he's a florida guy too a lot of the people around the world were having to pay a bunch of customs fees on the cubes too um so they're getting they're getting hit for like 40 dollar customs fees um people are not god dude this is from rax lancelot i am still waiting please give my cubes to me please it's really funny that they're cubes, I think. I think the fact that it's cubes makes it a lot yeah. funnier. Um, just but, yeah, just saying, like, give me my cubes, you know, yeah, is like need, a good... I need you know, my cubes. I need my cubes. I give need me my, my cubes. cubes. And then it's really funny, the people who do have cubes, 
really hate the cubes. Like yes. very few people on here are like, these are actually good. Yeah. There's a couple, but it's very few. So the uh, the Korean guy from earlier has one from five years ago. I'm still waiting. Please give my cubes to me, please. And then he posted in Korean here, and I'm going to translate this. Oh, give me some. When are you going to give it to me? You acted like you would give it to me in a month, but what is this? Wow, really? I've lost my life. I've lost my life. I'm old. Ha 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 ha. Been there, bro. <laughs> I love this guy. I hope I this just... guy got his cubes, but the problem is even if he does get his cubes, they're going to suck, right? So he's not going to yeah. be happy either way. I'm just looking at their Instagram here and uh, they, uh, yeah, they haven't updated their Instagram since 2018 either. Oh boy. So, yeah. I don't think, so it, it's, I don't think it's, so, I don't think it's happening, unfortunately. No. But. And they haven't updated their Facebook since 2019. So I'm, I'm wondering, like, it doesn't seem like it was a full scam because it does seem some like people got them. some people got the cubes. And even when you look at like their Instagram, and their Facebook and stuff like they're showing them packing boxes, so which I know could be fake, but probably like, just the classic thing of like just not having enough product and sending out the product yes. they did have. Yeah. And then and then being mo- like, oh, this is hard, actually. Yeah. We're just and gonna- I, most of the people complaining are from like far-flung countries all around the world. Yeah. A lot of Australians, a lot of people in Japan, China, Korea. And I think probably part of it is like, well, we're going to send it all to all the Americans and like Canadians and stuff first, the ones that are easy to send to. And then if there's anything left over, we'll send it to like England. Right. Um, but I think if you live very far away from them, because I think they're in like Orlando, yeah. um, you ain't getting it. It's not happening. Is there any... And I, I don't know this. I'm sure Jesse and Mike would know. But like, is there any recourse when a Kickstarter like doesn't d- deliver on the... I think a lot of the times it's like you can just do like a chargeback on your card. But right. as far as Kickstarter goes, maybe Dan would know. Um, no I, I think that's kind of a, a an ongoing problem with a lot of Kickstarters is chasing after. Because I think what because a lot of times with big Kickstarters, it does take them several years to deliver on everything, right? And sometimes they will eventually do it after like four or five years right and so but the fact that they're not updating i think is maybe uh yeah uh, hopefully hopefully some of these people got their money back but uh, oh geez this is really rough i'm on the kickstarter site for this and i guess they're kind of acting like if you're pledging to a kickstarter you're basically a venture capitalist and if you lose your money you lose your money kind of yeah because it says Uh, This is on their help page. What can Kickstarter do when a creator does not fulfill their project rewards? It's not uncommon for a project's expected timeline to change. And it's important to remember that when a creator is behind on fulfillment, this does not mean a project is over. In instances where a project is experiencing delays, we recommend taking a look at our what happens if a project is delayed article, blah, blah. However, unfortunately, not every project will go as planned. When this happens, we expect all members of the Kickstarter community to act with honesty and openness. For creators who have acknowledged that they are unable to finish their project as they had initially hoped, we ask that they bring their project to a satisfying conclusion by sharing an update that details how the funds were used and what it is that's preventing them from completing their project. Um, Some actions they might take is sending an email to the creator revoking creator privileges, including the ability to run another campaign on Kickstarter or suspending or restricting account privileges. So it sounds like they're just like, yeah, too fucking you're, you're bad. You're shit out of luck, I think. Yeah. The only thing they ask is, hey, can you t- just tell everybody where the money went? Yeah. <laughs> How well, is I think that going to did. It, it went to a bunch better? of BMWs and Mercedes and <laughs> yeah. tropical vacations. We got a scam Kickstarter, man. We've been 
We've been fucking up. Yeah, we really do. Uh, now, I I have a thing here. This is this is t- typically a YKS bonus episode feature. Yeah, but we you know we can do whatever we want. It's We're freaky gonna, February. Yeah, and also I feel like YKS fans they they love this a lot, and maybe they want this to be on the regular episodes. JF and DB, yes. if you're listening, add this to the regular, regular episodes. Regular. And honestly, why is why are any episodes behind a paywall, Stefan? You know, when you kind of think about it, it's like, shouldn't all the content you make be free? Why are you Absol- making people pay for it? John, you know I mean? Absolutely, John. Uh, absolutely. This is real or fake, John. Yeah. Uh, we're bringing it back. We've done okay. this on Blocked Party as well. It's sort yes. of a it's sort of a shared idea we have. Um, I'm not sure who came up with it first. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Oh, we I, did. I think but. This, this was a while ago, and I've, I've been meaning to talk about it on here for a little while. But when I was flying back from Australia. One of the shows on the on the in-flight entertainment thing was, uh, I guess uh, it's like a Mark Wahlberg reality show called Wall Street. Okay. And the titles of the spelled W-A-H-L. It, it is. Yes. yes and, the, and the titles of the episodes were so stupid and the episode summaries were so stupid. I didn't watch an episode because I was like, it's not I mean, it's it's not going to be as funny as what I'm imagining, maybe. But we do have the trailer here. So we're going to okay. watch this. OK, this is Wall Street on HBO Max. OK. It's fantastic to be able to make a living making movies and acting. But I think it's important to really have a career where you can do different things and not be put into a box. So true. I have multiple businesses in that health and wellness space. How many deals do you have? Oh, he owns F45. I don't know that. (laughs) Building a business that you can change people's lives for the better is something that really appeals to me. I'm doing things that I'm passionate about and that I believe in, and that are really kind of a direct extension of who I am. Which one's better, this one or this one? Being separated from my family. It's the biggest sacrifice always for me. <laughs> but I want to grow and build a business that I can pass on to future generations. We feel a huge, overwhelming amount of responsibility to make sure that we're successful. Hey, buddy. What's up? Mark. This whole thing has caught me by surprise. This guy's always on the. He's always on the damn phone. He's always on the go. Future. Our funding source pulled out. If I don't start selling, this company goes away. Scrap it and go back to the drawing board. We're put that million in the hole. Oh god. You know why the show's gonna be such a hit? Because it's a fucking shit show. Never stop. Damn, so true, dude. I'm gonna work twice as hard to bring something to the table. We're giving everybody jobs, and he's not taking it all. He's giving back. And I'm wanting to really inspire other young entrepreneurs. If I can give my kids my work ethic, that's valuable. Never stop, never fall off, I never fly. Never say never. I never stop till I reach the top. I got the bug, you know? I got the bug for business. <laughs> I think he's got a few bugs, probably. Yeah. I think not. Uh. Now, obviously, that looks really okay, so interesting. So the show obviously. is just basically about the the businesses that he owns as like well, a rich guy. Well, it's an guy. unbiased look at the life of Mark Wahlberg. I'm John. guessing it's pretty biased, just mm, based on I guess that sort may, of I guess maybe it's it, you could say it's a little bit pro Wahlberg, but uh, I think it's yeah. It seems to, to me like it's pretty pro pro Wahlberg. I have I have four. Sorry, I have eight. Uh, let me look here. I've got eight uh, episode titles and descriptions here. Okay, for you, John. But I'm guessing and, if they're real or fake they are, episode titles of Wall Street. And, 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 and this uh, is a real show that came lines. out and happened. Yes. Okay. We're gonna start with we'll we'll start with a pretty easy one here. Okay. Uh, ROI. Oh my. Mark tackles unanticipated problems in his startups, but sees a return on investment in one of his newest businesses. 
Uh, that sounds real to me. ROI, oh my. That one is real, John. Nice yes. work. Great Thank job. You. Nice. Uh, let's keep it going. Okay. Cash flow and tell. Despite emerging prospects in many of his enterprises, Mark grapples with running both large and small businesses amid a global pandemic. Cash flow and tell? Like show and tell, but cash flow and tell. That's real. That's, yeah. Okay. That's yep. good. Okay. Uh, you're, you're, you're two for two so far. So far, so good. Yep. Lockdown and out. As the pandemic forces a global lockdown, Mark pushes through his own fears and checks in with his business partners to promote employee health and wellness. Lockdown and out? Lockdown and out. That's real as well, I think. That is also real. Yes. yes. Hell yeah. Hickory dickory stock. Unexpected turbulence in the S&P 500 causes stress around the Wahlberg workplace. Meanwhile, Mark develops a case of necrotizing fasciitis on his penis. Well, you know, this is a tough one, Stefan, because Hickory yeah. Dickory Stock does good, actually good title, right? Does kind of sound sort of in the pun realm of the of the other ones. Yeah. But then I don't know. I'm I'll say this. I'm sure that Mark Wahlberg does have necrotizing fasciitis on his penis. Sure. I think fasciitis is in your foot, but anyway, uh, but, uh, I don't know that they would show that on a TV show. It's HBO though. Keep in mind. True. I'll say fake. That one is real. Oh, wow. No way. Yeah. No, that one's fake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay. You're doing good. Okay. Uh, we're going to keep this going. See, uh, this is uh, better off Ted talk. Okay. Uh, Mark's time at Ted 2022 ends on an embarrassing note when his necrotic penis falls off during his talk. Oh, man. Jeez. Because that could almost be kind of not a disaster. Like you could kind of fold it into the talk. Exactly. Right? Like just sort of, you know, bouncing hey, back from adversity. Hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg. Hey, my dick fell off, you know. Ex- yeah, exactly. He's yeah. Andrew Dice Clay also in yeah. my mind, apparently. Oh, hey. I mean, I mean, close enough honestly hickory dickory stock yeah dick fucking fell off hey hey yeah oh uh, anyway uh that's fake i think for me that one is fake and i think maybe so you you used the previous one about his his penis getting flesh-eating disease and falling off knowing that was fake and you sort of yeah okay i mean you're doing great here thank you we got a few more i think we have like three more okay the berlin Wahlberg. (laughs) mark travels to germany to check in on a health and wellness startup he's invested in well, there, he also visits a specialist who uses an experimental procedure to reattach his necrotic penis to his body. I was, again, I was like, would they call an episode the Berlin Wahlberg? Like if he's starting a Wahlbergers in Berlin or something? Yeah. Um, it's fake, but I was just, it, but it did get me thinking about whether if it was real, if he was actually going to Berlin. They would 100% would, call it that, I think, the Ber- for sure. Wahlberg, yeah. All right. Uh, here's to Stu. I keep in mind, this is around the time he was uh, filming a movie called Father Stu. So it's okay. here's to Stu. After Mark travels to Iowa to screen his new film, a tornado warning finds him receiving shelter. The first samples of Municipal's new women's line arrive, but a snag on the website disrupts customers' orders. Mark finds a flaw in Blender Cap's design blender cap yeah i mean in the trailer we did see municipal clothing show up quite a bit so i will say that's real that one is real john nice work we have one more can you go a perfect eight for eight uh this is the last episode this is season two episode 10 diners drive-ins and dividends (laughs) 
at his company's I annual hope that's real. at his company's annual shareholder meeting, Mark meets with none other than celebrity chef Guy Fieri himself, who picks up his necrotic penis off the floor <laughs> when it falls off in front of him. I love what you've done with your necrotic penis. <laughs> the way you've uh, really, you know, I can really taste the spice. The love that went into this. Yeah, that's fake, I think. But I would love both that episode title and for Mark Wahlberg and Guy Fieri to hang out. Yeah, that that one that one is fake. I don't know how you I don't know how you got all the fake ones. I thought I did a pretty good job of, of sort you of did. You did a good job of there, disguising but, it. But uh, there was just sort of a bit of a common theme among the fake ones that I think really yeah, kind of helped. Mark me Wahlberg there. was in all of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nice work. Uh, wow. That was really you. good. Eight for eight. Yeah. Uh, and Stephanie, before we get to the six pack, you have a tweet you want to show us as well. Uh, yeah, this is just some stupid shit, but it does remind me of when Steve Jobs died and everyone was like crying outside Apple stores, uh, yeah. which was really funny. I was um, there. I, w- I was one of them who was, crying. of course, putting like flowers and stuff. This is the first guy to buy the Apple VR headset that costs like $7,000 oh, and no. like sucks ass. Uh, and he's walking out of the store and all the staff is there and there's like reporters there and like Apple fans there and they're all oh. like going nuts and like hooting and clapping. Uh, and oh, it's awful. No. Let's watch it. It's 19 seconds long. They're chanting his name, I guess, maybe. But, but how did this guy get picked to be the guy that comes out with It's the just thing? whoever got in line first, I guess, you know. But uh, is, it, is it not an Apple Store employee? Because he's got the same colored jacket they all have. I think on. they all just fucking dress like that. Um, and actually, Ugh. you don't see the video does cut off before, but there was a suicide bomber in the crowd and uh, he did set off a bomb, uh, his explosive vest, and killed everyone here. So that That's wasn't good. part of the video. They that got cut off, but yeah. yeah. That, so that um, was after. That was afterwards, yeah. Yeah. Well, as long as they saved the headset. The headset was fine, I think. It's very... Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's very, very hardy. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Well, Stefan, it's time to get on to the six-pack. Oh, six-pack time. It's six-pack time. It's time to do... Uh, okay. Six-pack time. Now, I know... To, we, those of you who are who are dedicated fans of YKS, may have noticed two different things about the blocked party version of the show so far. The first one, uh, we didn't take a break because we're not fucking pussies. So we just we do the whole episode just straight up. We don't need a little. Oh, I need a little water break. Um, Jesse, I need to get a little. Can I get a little water? Um, so we don't need that. And. <laughs> We're we don't, we're not doing like twenty minutes of ads, so yeah. Some might say this is a superior version of YKS. their ads. Their ad reads are really good, though. I gotta say, they do a great job with the ad reads. I guess if you're a you know a staunch capitalist, and well, I, I mean they they do pay me better than you because of those ads. So. Yeah, that's a, big well, that's part a good of it point. Too, so. yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, <clears throat> anyway, uh, let's move on to our first project here, Stefan. This is uh, I was I was scouring the the pages of kickstarter and I'll, i will say this we 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 make fun of our friends at ycast a little bit but we only had to do this once and uh even just looking at kickstarter once uh, made my eyes want to bleed so this is like they do this like once a week I think. yeah so shout like, out to them for they've done like 300 something episodes of this i mean this yeah. is crazy uh so i found this first one is the pinguel okay. an aesthetic multifunctional holder 
Is your desk a mess because you don't know where to put your stickers? This seems to be a common problem for many people. <laughs> I know you're always talking about stickers. Oh, they mean, um, they mean like sticky notes, sticky notes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But saying stickers is incredibly funny. Yeah. I just, geez, my desk is so full of stickers. I never know where to put them. Uh, it's a common problem for many people. I've had the same issue. So I decided to create a solution, a sticker holder. To tackle this common issue, I designed a memo slash sticker holder that is not only functional, but also aesthetically pleasing. Uh, they're looking for $4,500, Stefan. Uh, there's 14 days to go. So far, they have 10 backers for a total of $904. Okay. Canadian. And, uh, Canadian, yes. Uh, and, and maybe, Dan, do we want to play the video here? These guys are in Windsor. Yeah, yeah, here I'll, I'll play the video. By the way, it's 13 days to go now. There's been a day since I I put okay. the dock up. So 13 days to go. Good luck to Pingul. Which uh, it's spelled differently here. Well, no, they they want yeah. It's like a long O. Yeah, but it's, it's supposed says, to be like Pingu the penguin. It is, but I'd in love the video- a long O. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is the music they're using for this? My name is Sada, and I'm an architect. Organizing my messy desk, which was covered by an abundance of stickers, used to be a big challenge. First, it's a big challenge. This is what I don't get is I like that they're showing his desk and it's got four thousand sticky notes on it. Even if that was the case, the the penguin sculpture can't fit that many stickers. Mm-mm. Like he has he has like two dozen sticky notes all over his desk. And it's like okay, like that you you have them on your keyboard. Like come on, that's a bit much. But like, they're not all going to fit on the penguin. So what's the deal here? It decreases my productivity and increases my stress levels because I've got too many sticky notes around yeah. Stefan. Well, here and here's the difference. So it, it's showing uh, the woman next to him with the penguin. She puts a single sticker on it. Yeah. So the issue here isn't the penguin. The issue here is that one side has two dozen stickers and one side has one sticker. Yes. The penguin doesn't make a difference here. Keys, sharpeners, and magnets. The penguin also opens. Yes, and you can store stuff inside of it, but it's but not it's that small. big, I don't think. Yeah. Decorative object and it's you can just tiny. use it as a decorative object if you want, Stefan. You could fit like three pens in there, maybe. And it started its own family by expanding my project on designing its family members. Okay. I also wish that its family members would help us by taking on a variety of responsibilities. At the end, I would greatly appreciate your support. I mean, it looks like a decent quality product, but it's like... Thank you. It's something you would see in like a in like a gift shop or like a stationery shop or something. And, yeah, you know, it costs like forty. It's just bucks, like a but... metal. It's like a metal penguin with its arms. It's out. not. It's not anything. And you're supposed to stick sticky notes to it. I feel like and I know Kickstarter is not like this, but with Kickstarter, a lot of the times it's like this is this is like solving a problem that people have, and it's like you know it's a new thing, right? And this is just like a little metal sculpture you put on your desk and there's like a billion of those yeah. okay and you can store like three pens inside of it and you can put i don't even can, think you can store pens inside of it i think it's too short for i think pens. it might it might actually be he was saying I, like paper clips yeah uh, pencil sharpeners and erasers because you know we're always pa- like paper clips in there is going to be a anyway it, this is just like it and it's a photo holder like it's all these it's all these different things but i just don't i <laughs> You can't fit that many stickers on it in the first place, No, it's right? not that big. And if you have sticky notes, just put them on the bottom of your computer monitor, like a normal person, and then it's fine. You're not going to... If you have 24 
again, if you have two dozen sticky notes on your desk, the problem is not, oh, they should all be in one place. The problem is you just have too many sticky notes. It's, this isn't going to make you have less sticky notes. No, no, it's not going to help. It's not going to help with your, your, I guess, your sticky note problem. And yeah, like exactly like what you said, Stefan, it's like it doesn't actually solve a pro- like they're acting like this is a big problem like oh i've got i've got post-it notes all over my desk it's a, a what an absolute nightmare yeah it's not a it's not a problem that people have um and it's not a it's not solving for anything really uh um, no it's just Transforming i think this guy a made humble a pingul into a luxurious jewelry holder i think he made Stephen. a nice looking metal penguin it doesn't like it looks fine you know it's probably yeah. like, decent quality decently made and and you know the guy seems nice and everything he's not trying to scam people but like it's it's again it's just like what is this for yeah i can see people buying it just because they like penguins and they sure. just like want to have like a metal penguin on their desk or whatever, I almost think you should have he should have leaned into that and been like for like the aesthetics of it is like you can have a nice little metal penguin on your desk you know yeah like so it, it doesn't have to be practical right it costs $45 so if you yeah. pledge 60 well, 45 Canadian, is for is for half of yeah that's just the bust that's just oh, the top half of the, the whole penguin. thing is 85 American dollars <laughs> yeah I didn't even realize they are selling just the top half. Just the What's top a, half of the I have penguin. A, I have a disembodied penguin. Which means you on wouldn't my... be able to store stuff in that one. No, I guess that's the, the thing. Bottom half like it has it's it's more just for sticky notes, but it's yeah. not for storing anything. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. I like that it says too on the on the bust one, like turn your turn your desk into a canvas of beauty and creativity with this half penguin. Yeah, I, I, you know, again, I like the idea of having a nice little thing on your desk, I guess, but it's just but I like think at th- that price. No. And, and the mistake of, of, of leaning into, oh, this thing is very practical and it solves a lot of problems. No, it doesn't. It's a little metal penguin. It's, yeah. You know, doesn't solve. Crazy. It solves one problem about 10% of one. It solves like 10% of a problem. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Pingul. Uh, you got by the time this episode airs, you got 10 days left to uh, get get your rewards in. And if it doesn't make it to its forty five hundred dollar Canadian goal, uh, it will not be made. It's an all or nothing. It's all or nothing. Yep. All or nothing. He needs at least forty five hundred dollars to make a bunch of these metal uh, penguins. Well, so we'll see. God, g- good luck, my friend. Good luck. Uh, John, here's yes. what I got for you. Okay. Well, Rescue Please. Pals World, and this is a, this is a timely one, I think, because there's the the alleged Pokemon ripoff game that's super popular right now on Steam yeah, called Pal World. Yeah. Pal World, uh, which is the story behind that is really it is interesting. It is really crazy, uh, and it's it's a Pokemon survive. It's well, it's a monster collecting survival game with guns, um, which I don't think we'll be playing on stream because I can't think of a game Jesse would like to play less than that. Um, <laughs> This is kind of something, well, it's something similar in terms of like the name, I guess. This is Rescue Pals World, uh, a modern twist on a classic monster battle platform with a hundred plus unique catchable monsters, enemy battles, mini games, and more. So is uh, this like a ripoff of the ripoff? No. So this is, they have used a, uh, a game building software that allows you to make Pokemon style, like, like Gen 1, Gen 2, like gold, silver style uh games um and so it looks extremely similar right but this is not the one that's out right now this is no because that game is a huge success yeah and it's called pal world pal world and that's also like open world so this one is rescue pals this is rescue pals world 
Uh, welcome to Rescue Pals World, an experiment to gamify philanthropic participation bootstrapped from scratch over the last year through thousands of hours of learning and building. Our mission is to blend nostalgic gaming with modern technology to create games and products that promote animal, environmental, and humanitarian welfare. Our first game, Rescue Pals, is an offline 2D adventure RPG featuring open-world exploration, monster battles slash training, a complete item slash shop system, mini-games, and much more. Releasing for console PC this fall, Rescue Pals introduces players to the world that we'll be building upon in future game expansions, releases, and much more. Uh, $21 raised of $26,751 Canadian, so the U.S. goal will be like probably like $35,000 or something. No, it's the Uh, other way around. Would it be? Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, it's going to be 20, like 20, it'll, it'll be 20,000, I guess. Yeah. Uh, right now they have two backers with 40 days to go uh, and they've raised $21. I don't know that this is I mean, 40 days to go. You never know. But it's I mean, this is really tricky for them because it has such a similar name to Pal World and Pal World already did this thing. Well, it, again, this is not Pal World did the thing of of being called Pal World and ripping off Pokemon. They 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 are ripping off Pokemon. I feel like in a different way because they're ripping off more of like the Game Boy Color generation of Pokemon. Okay. Uh, but also calling it Pal Rescue Pal's World. Clearly, they're trying to capitalize maybe on Pal World. A lot of things going on here. We can watch the trailer. There's also something to do with like rescuing dogs as well, like in real sure. life, and like oh. tying that into the game. Um, well, yeah, of course, I was we, we say all, it we talked about like humanitarian here. stuff or whatever, and I was like, I, yeah. this, this is a video game. What do you yeah. What do you so, mean? We'll watch. We'll watch the trailer here. Um, yeah, this is Rescue Pals World. Okay. Revolutionary online game that saves real animals. Okay. Each game character represents a dog rescued from a shelter around the world. What does that mean? It's very easy to say, well, they've rescued a million dogs around the world. So, yeah. That's what these guys are in here. Discover the magic of digital twin gaming, where the real world and the virtual world unite. I gotta admit, I really don't understand that part of it. The gameplay does look kind of sick, though. It, like I mean, it looks like a ripoff of Pokemon, it's but that's crazy a, that was a that good game. <laughs> they, yeah, for sure. So you got the right idea there. It's really crazy. Also, they're using basically the Pokemon font. If you scroll down here, Dan, yeah, um, for a lot of their stuff, like just that is the Pokemon font. Um, I do think also it's those are like literally just sprites from Pokemon, like the main characters. Uh, obviously, the battle system is like exactly the same. Uh, you've got trainers, you've got, I mean, it's, it's, it's Pokemon, right? Uh, yeah. and I understand, you know, it's a fun game. It's a classic. People love it. So, uh, this is not gonna, I don't know how it ties into the animals in real life. I'm not sure that that's ever, this is not happening. Yeah, do we obviously. have, Dan, is there some kind of a write up about the rescuing part of it? Cause I'm very curious as to what that even means. Uh, I, I looked through and I didn't really see anything that explained that. Okay. 
Because it uh, said in the trailer, it was like one, every character represents a rescued dog in the real world. Well, that doesn't mean the game is actually doing anything to help rescue dog. You know what I mean? Like the dogs are already rescued. So what is that? It's really unclear to me. What is how digital it twin into, gaming, Dan? Can we get that here? Uh, it it makes no sense to me how oh, this works. The concept will build on in our future MMORPG that is all characters and items are created from real world animal welfare donations. Yeah. So they don't really. So the idea is that you it. would donate in in real life. And then it becomes stuff in the game. I'm I think that's maybe the, you would get like rewards or something and it's in the game. If you scroll up as well, Dan, to the um, to the minigame oh, section, there isn't actually a Twitter. Sorry. The minigame section is very funny to me because this is the game that, you know, when you're on like Firefox or I think it's Chrome and you don't have Internet connection uh, right there. It's like the little mini game of like jumping over the, the cactus that comes towards you when you're the T-Rex, except in this one, you're like a little old dog. Right. Um, so. Look, again, I, the idea of taking successful games and just kind of doing your version of it, it's, that's how a lot of games work nowadays, unfortunately. Uh, so I, I do sort of understand. And then I guess tying it in as like a charity thing is maybe sort of like, oh, well, maybe uh, Game Freak or Nintendo won't sue us because we're helping animal welfare. But it's not clear how that works. I don't think it does. They haven't been clear about that at all. No. And they keep talking about digital twin gaming. I, I don't know what that means. Nobody knows what that means. So the Rescue Pals game is built in Game Maker from scratch by Dragon Labs and Yanico RPGs. Rescue Pals uses a custom version of Mon Tamer Maker, which is a, a, a game making software that allows you to make your version of Pokemon games straight up with plans to receive exclusive IP rights on future product development. Now, I we have plans. That's always a bad sign, I feel yeah, like. That's not I'm not good. as familiar with Kickstarters as, as JF and DB, but whenever they say we have future plans to sort this all out, they don't. They What that means is that they have plans to come up with plans, and they won't. Um, well, this is also, apparently there are NFTs associated as well. Oh, so. no shit. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I'm on their website right now. And it says, save real lives. Each Rescue Pal NFT is generated from the exact animal saved during the mint. Each Rescue Pal NFT is a certificate of a life saved. And then it says, each Rescue Pal NFT also receives a randomized set of metadata abilities that are used in the browser game. Train and level up your Rescue Pal to unlock new hidden abilities. So it looks like you can already play this game on their website. Okay. You just can't. It, they're trying to make it into like an actual computer game, it looks like. I think that's right. To, this is really one pager. Okay, I'm opening their one pager now. Oh, okay. It says real world impact. 75% of project revenue is routed to charity partners and animal welfare causes all transparently and independently verified. Uh, so that's kind of it there. Yeah. Again, not really clear how it connects to the game directly. Cause that yeah, seemed to be the implication. Being... Um, yeah. Anyway, rescue pals takes place in Potopia, a fractured world torn apart by a mysterious force. Dimensional rifts have torn through the fabric of space-time and have created portals to alternate universes. It's said these new worlds could have valuable treasures, new technology, or even monsters never seen before. You must embark on a journey to open the gateways and bring harmony back to Potopia. Players will need to train a powerful team and upgrade their gear to combat the hazards they'll face in their perilous journey. Do you have what it takes to be a champion? Uh, nope, I don't, and I am not going to play this game. 
I'm trying to play the online one right now and it's not working. Oh, here we go. Space bar. Oh my God. This is not, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is not good guys. Ah, oh boy. One thing with, uh, looking through like bad Kickstarters is, is it's like, it's like kind of bleak and depressing. Um, uh, no doubt. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm playing the actual game right now. How and is it? It's, uh, I mean, it's a functional Pokemon clone game for okay. sure. Yeah. But, uh, I guess the thing with this, uh, and, and it's always like this with like ripoff, uh, ripoffs is better games. It's like, why wouldn't you just play the better game? Just play the better game. Yeah. Just yeah. do that. Not yeah. good. John. Well, what do you, what do you got? I found this one, Stefan, and, and, uh, you know, I, I haven't looked around, uh, Kickstarter too, too much, but this I'm guessing for a Kickstarter is a very, it's a very bare bones Kickstarter. It's for a board game or I, it's either a board game or a card game. This I feels like why. another, now this is something that is a common theme on YKS is a ripoff. It looks to me to be a ripoff of, um, Cards, cards against, against humanity. humanity yes. Yeah. Even uh, so, even going as far, I mean they all do this I think where it's just the the black background with like the basic white font. Correct. Um, uh so this yeah. game is called Don't Be a Bitch. Okay. Uh, and but they did is, censor bitch. They censor bitch so don't yeah. be a B star TCH. Yeah. Uh Don't Be a Bitch is a dynamic game based around one common goal. Don't be a bitch. Add and pass each other bitch tokens and try to be the last one standing. To the victor go the spoils in this fast-paced, intense game. Remember, yeah. we pay Dan and we pay Dan in bitch tokens. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Come on, remember, don't be a bitch. Uh, they're looking for six thousand nineteen Canadian dollars. They have two backers with fifty days to go. They've backed uh, pledged eighty-one dollars, so it's a, probably a five thousand U.S. goal. So that, yeah, they show the black and white background, I guess, of what will be the box. It says, warning may contain foul language. Be the last one standing in a game for bold, bewildering baddies. It's also like clear that with the, the box here, they're like, they're using one of those like online, like box maker things 100%. or something. Cause it's like, it's all folded out. You yes. can see it's, you can see where like the tabs are and stuff too. So they're just, they don't have like an actual box even it's insanity. And so yeah, it, it, one, one tab of the box says ascend to be the one true bitch. And then the other thing says fight to the death. And then they've cut off the other two fold outs. But this I'm going to read now, Stefan, this is the entire profile. Oh, I'm okay. on the page now and it's, there's really not much That's going what I'm on like, here. How could you pledge? Like it doesn't tell you anything about the game at all. Okay. So this is the, this is their story. Uh, don't be a bitch is a dynamic game based around one common goal. Don't be a bitch. This is what I already read the add and pass each other. Bitch tokens. Try to be the last one standing. Blah, blah. This project is the first item created by two guys with too much time LLC. <laughs> That's such a good stupid guy name for a, an yes. LLC. With the, and number, it's the two. number two. Yeah, yeah, number two guys with number two much time LLC. We are what our name says. Two recent college graduates with too much time outside of work. We decided to spend this time making something we've always loved to play, tabletop games. We are using Kickstarter to get starting capital for our business so we can create an online platform for your shopping convince in the future. Uh, they, I oh, think they it does to say, say convenience. convenience. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In the future, we plan to make more games and hobby kits to develop and grow a community. Your support allows us to bring more fun games and entertainment to your table. Now, right now, 
uh, you get for a $5 pledge, you get a mm-hmm. sticker that just is the two guys with too much time logo. Great logo, by the way, really yeah. good logo. It's like two stick figures, one with like glasses and one with a beret. It looks like the Mythbusters. Is this what the Mythbusters guys are Wait, doing right now? That is that. Yeah, that, that is the Mythbusters. What the fuck? Yeah, very odd. It's no, it's the one Mythbusters guy made into two guys. Right. Because the Mythbusters the guy and, and with the, the beret hat. also yeah. had those glasses. You're right. And, and the mustache and as well, the, mustache. the walrus mustache. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, for $30, uh, you get a copy of their released game early once it arrives. And then for $45, you get a signed copy of their game and the sticker. And then in this one, we're getting a, we're, we're actually getting a different sort of tagline here, Stefan. Yeah. Uh, on, on the signed copy of the game, it's white on a, it's a white background with black font. Try yeah. to make your friends a bitch while you defend your title or work hard to embrace it and become more. Wow. Dot, dot, dot. And it says they have an Instagram. So I'm going to, I'm going to look at that right now, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's really one of those where, uh, it really doesn't tell you anything at all about this game other than you don't want to be a bitch and there's bitch tokens. I guess you don't want to get the bitch token. That's bad to get. The bitch token is bad to get and it's not apparently the game is finished according to their Instagram. Okay, I am looking. They have a nice cat. Great, very cute cat on the Two Instagram. Two guys with too much that. time has just finished their first game titled what Don't is Be their a Instagram? Bitch. Two guys uh, with too much time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When I searched that on Instagram, one thing that came up was two guys with big dicks. Oh, I'm so in the picture, the first picture, you can see some of the cards there. And presumably these are like, uh, like testing cards. Cause it does just look like printer paper. Yeah. You can dodge a bitch. You can play when you're about to receive a bitch card. I think is what that says. Pass a bitch, pass a bitch card to an, <laughs> another player, I guess. Add a bitch. Oh, okay. okay, sure. Interesting. All right. Oh, we're so, getting a little insight on, into their board game shelf. We get a picture of their board game yeah, shelf. Yeah, you're, you're a board game guy. So what, yeah. what do you think about? Let's, well, let's see, let's go let's back see the, to board the board games. game shelf here. Dan, uh, it's, their, it's their second picture. Yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah, right there. Okay, can I get a... Okay, yeah. So they got Uno. I mean, that's a classic right there. Sure, Uno's great. Oh, yeah. they've got Arkham Horror. Okay, that's... I bought that. I didn't love it. Okay, Munchkin is a pretty good game. Cargo Noir, I don't think I've ever played. This looks like five minute dungeon right here. Or I can't really tell, but that's a fun game if that's what it is. And then, yeah, they, it's not a lot of games, I would say, for, for yeah. like trying to brag about like, yeah, we're, we love tabletop I mean, your, games. Your board game shelf is much more impressive. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're recent college graduates, so maybe they just can't afford to have more sure, board sure. games. Sounds yeah, like you can I hang like, out with these guys, John. I have like <laughs> three times the number of board games than them. So why well, can't I couldn't hang out with them because I'm always a bitch. We uh, right. we we didn't mention this, but on the uh, on back on the Kickstarter page on the reward section, you can see like on the tabs of the box, mm-hmm. it says winners don't lose fight to the death ascend to be the one true bitch. So you do want to be a bitch and then growling noises. So it says don't be a bitch, but then it says ascend to be the one true bitch. So really mixed messages here. Is it good to be a bitch or bad? Well, because be even in, in the game? in the signed copy too, it says you try to make your friends a bitch while you defend your title or work hard to embrace it. So you don't yeah. want to be a bitch, but then maybe you do want to. You want to be like the one the one true bitch, right? Um, so you don't want to be just a regular bitch. You, you either be have to be the, the bitch one of all true bitches. bitch, yes, or okay, yeah. I think we're getting just, somewhere. It feels like I think so. We got to back this. I, I got to see what this is all about. It seems like again, not we're not as as knowledgeable about Kickstarters, but it seems to me 
if you are trying to raise money for a project, especially a board game, you should maybe explain how it works. Yeah, one thing I've it. learned on Kickstarter is there's an awful lot of board games, uh, which I'm sure Dan knows. And uh, most of them are very detailed. I actually did a Kickstarter for a board game uh, on the recommendation of our dungeon master, Josh Burgle. And I have the copy of the game in my board game closet. I haven't played it yet, yeah. uh, but I got it. And uh, yeah, it's like, it was very, they had already done one game. So they're like, hey, we did this other game. Now we're doing a new game. Here's all the rules. Here's all the concept art. Here's what the game is going to be. They made it like very, very clear, like exactly what the game was before so that you would know like, oh, okay, this is, I want to own this game. Yeah. 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 There's, there's lots of, uh, there's lots of good board games on there. The other interesting thing is that it says $81 Canadian here. And then if you looked at their Instagram page, it said like $630 US had been had been pledged so i wonder what the story is there oh good um, call maybe they have like a separate oh they well no that is kickstarter though they, they yeah. have a separate link too i think but that is that's interesting uh, we're, mm. we're, gonna, we're gonna look into it further don't worry yeah we're gonna we're gonna investigate these two guys I think that's just too the much exchange time. rate isn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 630 dollars us is 81 dollars canadian yeah yeah that's correct uh, uh Stephen, what do you have now i have one here this is an old one but it's one that i asked jf if, if he had done it and he said i don't fucking remember stop bothering me uh <laughs> this is dream site publishing christian anime project and the way i found this is from years ago but the way i found this was you can like sort by like the amount of money they were asking for um and they were asking for uh, this is in Canadian again, $5,350,291, which is, I guess, 4.5 million or 5 million US. I don't know, but it's, uh, it's, it's probably four, probably 4 million. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Uh, yeah. It's probably 4 million US. They made $5 Canadian with four backers. <laughs> so not bad. Which that seems, <laughs> it seems even, yeah. People are like, I'm going to help you get to 5.3 so million by giving gave, you a dollar. One person gave $2 and three people gave one dollar you got to think when they got the two dollar donation they were like oh fuck yeah oh my god if this keeps growing exponentially we're gonna we're gonna hit this in like uh two weeks or so but yeah um this is really crazy uh the story here i'll i'll just read this i guess this is really nuts uh it's just like an insane christian guy uh wanting to do some christian anime well why don't we watch the video i watched part of it Um, yeah let's watch the video get ourselves in the in the zone here yeah Oh, 30 seconds. That's never a good sign. <laughs> it's like this is all we could put together. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. This is the worst opening video oh. I've ever seen. Oh. Woo. Oh, comedy oh teen fiction? What is this that? This is literally what is- just all the all the you're hearing is just different words appearing yeah. on the screen. And different, like, I guess those were like comedy, f- horror, teen yeah. stories. And there were four different uh stories there, I guess, or shows yeah. that they were. One was to. called Blood and Ink. Yeah. The other ones it was like really difficult to see what the title was because of how it was laid out. Uh Dreamsite Publishing Oof. Christian Anime Project. Take a second and imagine an app where Christians can watch horror movies, sci-fi, fantasy, comedy movies, and TV shows that are catered towards Christians. Imagine programming that Doesn't was like Doesn't this a, exist? Sorry I'm to interrupt, sure this does. does. this not already exist? I'm sure this does. Okay. Again, this is, this is from four years ago, so it's an sure. old one. I wanted to do it because it's so crazy. I'm sure this 
I'm sure this already existed at the time. Yeah. It definitely exists now. There's there's Christian right. streaming channels for sure. Uh, imagine programming that was like a Netflix for Christians with big budget Christian movies and TV shows. Wouldn't that be amazing? If the answer is yes, then I definitely agree. That's a stupid way of phrasing it. <laughs> that is what I feel my calling is from God. I want to create a place for us to watch the things we like without worrying about our children and teens being brainwashed into believing God doesn't exist and they are crazy for believing in him. Now, I know that we have Christian media, but we don't have true artists working on them because Hollywood has the money to lure them away. Well, I am a creator, artist, author, and writer. I need a platform to create a place for Christians to get their media out before they're forced to go to Hollywood. Well, I feel that it is a long way away. I feel I can start somewhere. I can't create big budget movies, but I can create motion graphic audiobooks. A graphic what? audiobook? Motion graphic audiobook. Uh, that's like nothing. Okay. That's not well. a thing. Those things cancel each other out. That can help me create a fan base that can one day achieve that. That's what my Dream Psy publishing YouTube <laughs> yeah, channel Dream is. Sight. It's Dream Psy. Spells Sight. his own company wrong. Yeah. It is the seed that I hope will grow into a place. Sorry, there's a lot here. I am going to read the whole thing just because it's really crazy. It's the seed that I hope will grow into a place that creates a media empire that allows us to watch entertainment without living our religion, leaving our religion at the door. It says living. I need a platform to make stories that are unapologetically Christian in their message and belief in God. This channel has already started to gain traction. No, it hasn't. But I need money to promote it and get it to Christian. Get it to Christian. Get it and I to don't, Christian. I gotta, I gotta I, get it to big Christian. Get it to Christian, and I don't have a big budget company behind me. <laughs> this guy Reg thinks Christianity is ruled like, by one guy named Christian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God is named Christian. Regardless, I simply made a story based on Christian principles and a fictional reality, just like thousands of other authors do with Eastern mysticism, Hinduism, Buddhism, witchcraft, and paganism. I have to deal with a barrage of insults and demeaning of my beliefs to watch sci-fi, fantasy, comedy, horror, or anime films. I want the same respect for us. YouTube has discriminated against me because of my religion and I need money to build a good Christian platform but I need money to promote my videos I have over 3,000 likes and climbing Hell the yeah, devil dude. can see what I'm trying to do and has been sending his agents to run me off since I started <laughs> I'm at over 200,000 views and I'm making progress for that progress I was botted for a week after a week of this, I was advised that dislikes have nothing to do with the algorithm. They're just a tool trolls use to deter people from watching videos they don't like because they're generally at odds with their ideology. I can confirm that this is true. Almost all the negative comments are from atheist people ranting about how much they hate Christianity and how terrible I am for making this, in and only in their minds, for them. But for some reason, every movie I go to, I have to hear God doesn't exist and I'm an idiot for believing in him. I can't think of the last time I saw a positive portrayal of a Christian in media, but I'm getting botted for an audiobook. Regardless, wow, the, that is yeah. I just want to say, yeah, go ahead. The idea that the devil has sent people to thumbs down his videos yeah. is really, really special, funny. really special. Yeah. stuff. I mean, it really tells you everything you need to know. This, it, this is just a I'm not classic getting dislikes on this video. This is yeah. actually just the devil sending people to me. Just a classic type of crazy guy. And I love yeah. it. Regardless, the vast majority of the people visiting the page have been super cool. By far, the majority of people who actually read the story like it as well. So I'm thankful to everyone that gave it a chance. I was hesitant about posting my work especially since there's no way to target christian fans but i've been pleasantly pleased with the support so i won't let trolls taint my opinion as for my christian beliefs rest assured i don't choose who believes the spirit draws those that are true believers no matter how bad some christians want to take credit for it i'm not selling anything i'm telling a story secondly if anyone is led to god through it i'm overwhelmed and yes my aim is to keep people in and facilitate people coming to christ but it's here no one's forcing it down your throat you can leave whenever you feel like also to the Christians, I am a believer in Christ and preach we Christ. Guys, I thought so. Yeah, this guy likes Christ a lot and preach yeah. Christ is the only way to heaven. Tim is a prophet that uses his, I guess that's a character in one of his stories. Yes, Unclear. It is, yeah. We're sort of just jumping right in here. Yeah. 
Tim is a prophet that uses his salvation through Jesus to save others. He's a Christian prophet in a fictional story, all caps, based on Christian principles. I spent hours making this. I don't have a professional studio of artists, and I need the resources to reach the audience, and I need help from God's people. They have the chance to silence me before I get started, but I faith that God's people will allow me to get this started. From chapter four on, I spent more time on the art because I'm realizing and now have a fan base that will see it. So chapter one to three, the art is dog shit, but chapter four, yeah. it starts getting good. Well, because he's going to get five million. Of course. They have so- the chance to silence me before I get started, but I faith... Oh, wait. I did. I read that one already. Sorry. That sentence is really, it's, it's easy to get lost. I have faith, I guess. I have faith. Uh, I'm realizing I now have a fan base that will see it, but it's just a tool to help visualize the story, but it's not the selling point. The story and characters are, I don't have the time or big studio budget right now, but I hope with your support that in the future, I can produce all my content when I have the time and resources. Now, this is where it gets good. This is where we sort of learn about the story, <laughs> This John. is where it gets good. We're already like four fucking full paragraphs into this thing. Yeah, this is such a good sentence here. That aside, my first is a story about a kid that becomes a prophet slash holy protector of the final witnesses of Revelations. But he starts out as an extremely naturally talented bratty kid wrapped up in his relationships and immaturity. Instead of the evil demons being the good guys and Christians being the evil patriarchy like so many Hollywood movies and mainstream media do. So true. I just made a hero story where Christians and angels are the good guys. I just tried to tell a story with Christian principles being the dictating source instead of Eastern mysticism, witchcraft, Hinduism, and liberal ideologies being the one voice being heard. Where is this guy watching like Hollywood movies where everyone is a Well, Hindu? you guys know that Thanos is Jesus Christ right. and the Avengers are all demons. They're all they're all demons and witches and yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. You guys see I, that picture with Thanos's dick? Oh, that picture is so Can we can we see it? Oh no, cuz you have to censor it on YouTube, I guess. But yeah, it is a really funny up, picture. Yeah, just uh, one last paragraph here. I'm just trying to give a voice to my people. Obviously, I don't have the time or money. Well, yeah, I think you have the time to make a true manga or anime yet. So I'm hoping to build a fan base so that I can create a place where people can be free to enjoy Christian media targeted at young, non-liberal brainwashed demographics. Not that I hate liberals, <laughs> but I do think their voice gets heard a lot more than the Christians do. I so wanted true. to make stories centered around Christ and his teachings of power that we wield, but do it in a way that people can be entertained as well. I need God's people. And if you believe God is calling you to give to me, please do. I can promise you I feel this is my calling from God. Yeah, we we got that. God said, <laughs> start a Kickstarter. The, the uh, people will come. And I feel that help has to come from God. And if we are one in Christ as he is one with Father Yahweh, then I believe you will help me achieve this goal. I promise this isn't a scam. I have been paying for my own promotion. And I just can't afford it. So I need your help. Any help will be appreciated. I have been making major headway and my channel is growing and people really like it. But in order to really get it out there, I need funding. Check out the channel and see the link is here. God bless. Uh, this didn't get funded because of the devil, the devil, the devil. Well, and I also, I just looked up Christian entertainment apps and uh, the very first result was here's seven. Yeah. Uh, there's already there's there's one called Pure Flicks. Yeah, there's uh, which so is many like of them. Netflix, and I, but with Christian, I'm sure stuff. there's so many successful ones. If you click on his YouTube link, by the way, the video is now private. So. There's also Dove Channel, which I think is a well-known one. There's one that would be familiar to you, Stefan, uh, Trinity Broadcasting Network. Okay, uh, yeah, because I, that has Huckabee on it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, there's Light Workers, uh, which is a storytelling one. There's Cross Flicks, which is also like a Netflix faith life this guy's way behind this guy's way behind and then minnow which is uh for kids christian content for kids anyway i'm sure we don't have much more to talk about on this because i read the whole thing but i'm sure this guy took it quite well when he didn't make five million dollars for his uh the devil christian anime project the devil's business john what do you have for us uh my final one also an entertainment uh project this is uh in a pickle 
a sports comedy slash feature film. And uh, I will say, Dan, that when you wrote this, uh, this um, write up this morning, it had $589 of $26,571 pledged. Uh, and then as we've been recording this episode, it's gone up to 910. Okay. I clicked on the page and actually watched it go up. So it's now up to $910 of a $26,751 goal. Uh, and these guys want to uh, make a sports comedy uh, about pickleball. Uh, there's a long tradition of sports comedies from Caddyshack to Champions. Sports has provided a wonderful backdrop to some of the funniest movies ever made. It's also no secret that pickleball has exploded in popularity. Last year alone, 35 million people in the U.S. picked up a paddle at least once. So as fans and filmmakers, we thought it was high time that we combined our passion for the sport with our love of movie making. And so In a Pickle was born, and we're raising money to turn our certified fresh screenplay ugh, into a feature film for all the family, celebrating all the fun and passion that pickleball inspires in communities across the country. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's called in a pickle. They apparently want to release it summer of 2024. And the tagline is a comedy with balls. Okay. That's fun. I think we've wasn't never that, heard wasn't that, that like the dodgeball, uh, yes. tagline. Yes, I believe so. Pickleball is interesting to me because people are always like, it's like the next big sport, you know? And yeah, and, and you it's know, like, you, I don't, a lot of like pro athletes are investing in it and stuff. And it's just like, I, I mean, I think no. it's like fine and it seems fun, but it's like, it's also like the sport of like old people, right? Which yes. is like, no, again, that's fine too, but no. Yeah. I loved this part too. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but, uh, this is really good. Uh, knowing what a passionate and involved community pickleball can boast. We wanted to give you a chance to be involved in helping to bring this project to the screen. And this is a beautiful line right here. We know what we have. We've already had some interest from a major Hollywood studio but firmly believe that the best way to do this is to maintain control ourselves. Um, I mean, wrong. Uh, it's, that's actually wrong uh, to maintain control yourselves. That's probably the wrong way to do it uh, is going to be my guess. Like any sport, pickleball has nuances and conventions that could be easily washed away by a big studio. And we want to make a movie that anyone who loves the sport will watch and say, these guys get it. So anyway, the big thing for me with this, I mean, obviously it's very funny yeah. uh, to make a movie about pickleball and they've got some like, looks like AI generated images down here. There's of, definitely some AI generated stuff down there and some stock images that literally have the stock, uh, like yes. number still in them. Yeah. Uh, but really for me, it's the video. We don't have to watch the whole thing because it's like four and a half minutes, but it's the two filmmakers talking to each other and both of them sound like the most boring people alive. And you're going to watch one of the guys is like, I don't even really like pickleball, uh, which is, I could really see this good. sort of working as like a pickleball, like mockumentary or something. Yes. It's, but like, yeah, anyway, yeah, that's kind of noisy. I didn't realize how loud that was. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, hi, I'm Jason Reed and I'm uh, Dan Brooks. <laughs> And we're the writers and producers of next summer's smash hit, In a Pickle. And we are excited to introduce, right here on Indiegogo, our crowdfunding campaign. Well, you should have filmed one for Kickstarter as well. Agreed. And a whole lot of balls. 
I kind of think dodgeball meets best in show with a little West Side Story thrown in, some Caddyshack, and I don't even know what best in show is. Dan wrote that part. Anyway. What? We're what? Production. What? Spring. With the intention of being what? And okay. On streaming. This guy doesn't like anything. He doesn't know what best in show is, and he doesn't like pickleball. He's going to say that in a minute. How can pickleball <sighs> players are and tennis players are? I'm an avid pickleball player myself. Yeah, some might say you're kind of obsessive, a little addicted, but sure, we, we can go with it. avid. It's fine. And a former tennis player, so I've stood on both sides of the net. Yeah, I, I don't really play a lot of pickleball. <laughs> I actually build pickleball courts and tennis courts in Florida. And the funny thing is, I what? get to see firsthand the conflict between tennis players and pickleball players. So some of the stuff has come from that. So we've both seen firsthand some of the things that can happen when pickleball players try to get court time. Yeah, he just said that. Yeah. He just some said clubs that. Are, you know, they're embracing pickleball as a, you know, one of the fastest. It feels like these people have never met. The clubs are having a real hard yeah. time. Yeah, there, we should say, if you're not watching the video, Which is it's showing them, like, on Zoom doing this, basically. Yeah. So, with all that in mind, oh my God. there's a movie here, and there's a funny movie here. So, in between his daily pickleball. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Bit of an exaggeration. Dude, you take Tuesdays off. Fair. Uh, As I was saying. Okay, Dan, you can stop yeah. this. I mean, this is like... <laughs> I th- the, <laughs> there's another two a, and a half minutes of the, of the two least interesting guys you've ever heard trying to sell you their movie. Red flag, dude. I like. I get the idea of like, of I, I can actually see the conflict of like pickleball guys like and the the tennis players are like the snooty, you know, like eighty yeah. style like villains. Like there maybe there is, but like, god damn, dude, for him to say like in the thing we want to make a best in show style movie. By the way. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. One of the funniest movies of all time. It's a fucking incredible movie. And to to be one of the producers or directors or whatever and say like, I don't know what that is. And yet you want to make like a mockumentary. It's not. That's so bad, dude. It's just not going to happen. Not good. Not good. Brutal. And the rewards are pretty like, I mean, I know for a lot of the film ones, they don't do they'd just be like, oh, we'll put your name in the credits. And that's basically like what all these are. It's just like, yeah, you can give us $10 and uh, we'll just add you to a mailing list and tell you like how the movie's coming along. Yeah. And then the next one is like 25 bucks and you get it. You get the movie on VOD once it's released. Sure. And then you go down to uh, be behind the scenes. This is a separate one. So this is also $25. But you don't get the VOD. But you don't get the VOD. So you can decide whether you want behind the scenes content or uh, the VOD. Or for $50, they give you both. So you're not getting a discount. They just have yeah. added both of them also, into one really good, really good typo on that one. If you go up, Dan, to the behind the scenes one, it says, you'll like part of the crew with this perk. <laughs> only part of them yeah once you buy this you'll yeah. you'll start to really like the key grip yeah <laughs> uh yeah and then okay and then if you go down for 75 i think you get a t-shirt uh yeah wear your sport support with pride with your choice of one of our three custom designs and you also get the vod and behind the scenes perks and then for a hundred dollars uh, you get a DVD. Oh, not even a Blu-ray. Not okay. even a Blu-ray DVD plus the VOD and BTS access. So, and then so you that can means the, 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 DV- lot, the DVD which, cost 50 bucks then. Yes. And then okay. you can for 150 bucks, you can dink the lot and you get everything. But that's okay. But it's oh. more expensive. Like cause yeah. the T is $75 <sighs> and then the VOD 
is uh or the dvd oh i guess it's a hundred so i guess you're saving 25 dollars. okay that's a pretty good deal actually um, yeah so there you go in a pickle that's really funny man it's yeah. just so funny to be like in the in the pitch video for your kickstarter or indiegogo indiegogo i think by the way you can raise a certain amount of money not meet the goal and still keep the money unlike yes. kickstarter um so there's that but it's so funny to, to be like we're doing a pickleball movie that's gonna be like best in show by the way i hate pickleball and i don't know what best in show is yeah i build pickleball courts but i don't yeah well i anyway god i don't really know much about uh i'm kind of looking for I'm, lo- I'm looking for it on indiegogo i can't find it but yeah it even says like the one guy the english sounding guy is a professional filmmaker, creative and storyteller. And Jason is a music and film producer, author and serial entrepreneur. So this guy doesn't, I mean, this guy just has some money. He just like met this guy. He's like, I'll give you some money to make this pickleball movie. I don't give a (laughs) shit. So yeah, anyway, in a pickle, look forward to that summer 2024, Stefan in, in theaters. I'll be there. I'll be there, John. Um, (laughs) all right. Our last one, our last last one here. here. And this will be, this will be interesting because if you're listening to YKS after this, uh, or you listen to it before this, you might know about this already. I told Jesse I was doing this one today, and he was like, you motherfucker, I'm going to slander you so much. We are doing that one as well. Unfortunately, we're recording first, so uh, we claim all rights to The episodes to it. come out on the same day, though. They do. They do. But we, we are recording this before them. So I yes. think their episode will be released about an hour or two before this one. So. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe we'll release ours earlier if possible. Yeah, uh, we'll do an to early release on Sunday night. This is Whale, redefining handheld vacuum cleaners. And I think the big thing here is if you're watching this episode, you already know what the deal is. It's a vacuum cleaner that looks like a vibrator. Yeah, <laughs> it really time. does. They have yeah. hit their goal, uh, thirteen thousand three seventy five, which I assume is ten k US. Yeah. Uh, they've they've surpassed that goal. They're at nineteen thousand fourteen Canadian, fifty six backers. That's that's uh, they're giving a it's lot of money. These for vacuums that. cost like two hundred dollars. Yeah, or whatever. makes sense. Twenty seven days to go, so they're going to keep going here. Uh, experience a new era of cleaning with Whale, a reliable and timeless vacuum cleaner. Uh, this thing looks uh, really well. Uh, it's especially funny. It definitely looks like a vibrator, and it's yeah. also like their idea of it is so it's basically a dust buster. It's for yes. like you know when you have like a little spill or whatever. But their idea is that it's so aesthetically pleasing that you can just like leave you just it, have it out on like, like you a, just have it on your coffee table, on your mantle or your coffee table. That's so. Yeah. That's such a fucking backwards. Like why would you? So it's going to be filled with dust and cat hair and dirt and trash it also looks like a vibrator and it looks like a vibrator and you're putting it in the middle of your coffee table and so someone's gonna come over and they're gonna be like what is this what is this beautiful metallic sculpture and you're gonna be like there's a bunch of shit in there there's a bunch of dirt and shit in there and also yeah it's gonna be like and that's somehow the best yeah exactly like was dana was dana (laughs) fucking getting herself off before i came over here like what's And then you go, no, 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 I wasn't getting myself off. That's actually full. It's full of shit. Yeah, that's right. It's full of the shit from my house. Yeah, of course. Uh, No one's going to be like, wow, is that a vacuum? That's so aesthetically pleasing. It's really strange. It's hit the goal, like I said. So people like it, obviously. It says, welcome to new era of of cleaning where handheld vacuum cleaners are hidden in plain sight. Whale is both a reliable handheld vacuum cleaner and a beautiful design object that is always in reach um, built to blend in any space. No, it's not. A whale can adapt to any room, making it a pocket art gallery piece that enhances any home personality. Here's the thing. That's not blending in. 
blending in would be a, just a regular vacuum cleaner that you have like hanging up on the wall or something or in a corner, right? Yes. Like, this is not blending in. The idea here, and they've said it earlier, is that it's a, like a conversation piece. It's an art piece. And those, by definition, are not meant to blend in. So someone's going to see this art piece, think you're shoving it up your butthole, or they're going to be like, that's a beautiful art piece. And you're going to say, yeah, it's for sucking up dirt and trash. Like, there's no... It's yeah, like crazy. who is going like, to be because I would imagine like the conversation you're hoping that you're having is someone goes like, oh, that's a cool sculpture. And then you're going to go check this out yeah. and then you're going to show that it's a it's vacuum. practical actually. Yeah. And then I feel like you're thinking in your mind, people are going to be like, oh, my God, it's also a vacuum. But realistically, yeah. they're going to be like, oh, it's a vacuum. And it's called whale because it's supposed to look like a whale, apparently, which you can. I don't really see that. What this looks like to me is if anyone has... It's impossible has, not to ha- think that it looks... Like, no. it looks exactly like the clit-sucking vibrators. It does. It looks like the little, like, bullet vibrators or whatever, right? Like, yes. What, so, I think what this looks like... You guys sound like, like you know a lot about vibrators. We do, Dan. Why not? Uh, what this looks like to me is if anyone listening to this or watching this has read the Three-Body Problem series, there's uh, little alien craft that are sent from another uh, star system, and they're called droplets, and they're, they look like little mini drops of mercury and they're super powerful and they can like they're weapons and they go through human ships and destroy them and stuff. And they're uh, they're very cool. These look exactly like that. So that's what I'm thinking of, too. But they do also look like vibrators. Uh, I also think like it says Titan strength in the palm of your hand. The whale battery lasts 120 minutes in standard power mode up to 30 minutes in turbo power mode. Like I just don't just get a regular little dustbuster or just a vacuum with like a dustbuster attachment like it's. Should we watch know. the video? Let's watch it, yeah. Say hello to the latest innovation in cleaning technology. Introducing the whale. The first oh, it really looks, looks so like a dildo, like man. A way. With its stunning design, crafted from liquid aluminum, the whale is the appliance which blends seamlessly in any space. I decided to create the whale in the light of my experience as an architect and interior designer. Oh, this is made by a European guy? No shit? People want to exhibit and which can be integrated easily in their environment. I choose an essential form, purely inspired by nature, in order to celebrate its organic perfection and encourage people to reflect on the beauty of simplicity within the diversity of their own home and offices. The lightweight construction of the whale and its ergonomic design make it a breeze to handle. The sleek aluminum body fits perfectly in your hand, allowing you to navigate effortlessly around your home, car, and office. Another innovation brought by the whale. Yeah, I love to bring my vibrator vacuum to the office. (laughs) Rethought in order to allow for the natural movement of the hand from left to right while ensuring efficient cleaning and leaving your services spotless. The whale is made to be enjoyed for life. It's a quality premium. Enjoy it for life. So powerful and robust. I mean, you can rest assured it will not break down easily. Okay. The figure of the whale. Oh, this guy's name is Stefan. Super- oh yeah, there we go. What a haircut! Hopefully Great haircut. All this money for he gets from the whale can fix that up. This amazing product. God damn, dude. Project today and catch our Kickstarter limited discount offers. $159. So the thing with this is like, clearly there's like, there is a lot of money behind it, I guess. And like, 
it does look very slick and like the production value is good. And like you compare this to basically all the other Kickstarters we've done today. And it's like, this is like the slickest looking one. You can see For why sure. it got funded, but it's just like, who fucking needs this shit? Well, they're also like the thing that got me is like, it, it seems like, again, when you talk about like, what's the problem they're solving, it seems like the problem they think they're solving is people own dust busters. And then they're like, Oh, I just wish I could leave this out. Yeah. Oh, I, I hate that. I have to put my dust buster away. I wish I could just leave it on the it's table. It's a non-existent problem because the people they're marketing it to, <laughs> they're mar- it seems like they're marketing it to like super rich people, right? Yeah. But super rich people just... aren't doing their own cleaning and no. they're going to have a separate room for all the cleaning stuff that is just like storage and it'll be better quality stuff. And like, so this is for nobody, but apparently it's for how, however many people it was like 50 yeah, something or yeah, whatever it 56. says that went. So it's one fifty nine. Yeah. If you back it right now, but it sounds like their plan once it's fully launched is to retail it for $339. Wow. So yes, exactly. Stefan, like only rich people are going to be buying this and rich people aren't going to be like, I would, I just wish I could leave my vacuum. They'll just get like a, they'll just get a beautiful marble table. They'll just get like a $2,000 Dyson and just like have it in like a a storage room somewhere, you know, and let the, let the help do uh, deal with it. You know what I mean? Like this is not, Oh, this is really stupid. And it looks like a fucking vibrator. It looks I mean, like really, a vibrator. You just really it have to really drill down on that It looks like part. a vibrator so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, congratulations to them for fully funding yeah, nice their work, project. Guys. And uh, that is, uh, that's it. That's the six pack. And now it's time for you to come in. <laughs> You're going to want to contact my kids. John Stefan. John Stefan. And the blue sky is YKS Pod. All right. So, yeah, if you want uh, if you want a message to reach us, just uh, call that number and or mail something to Jesse and Mike and or call their phone number and uh, Stefan and I will certainly get it. That's right. Uh, this question comes in from Way Cool Jacob. On the episode this week, John mentioned that The Pimp Chronicles was a top three comedy special of all time. What two albums round out this top three? Stefan, you can do your full top three, or you can just do two as well. I don't care. It's your show. So The Pimp Chronicles, if you don't know, is a stand-up special by Cat Williams. Uh, and it is, uh, yeah, I think it's top three. It's unbelievable. Particularly the first, like, 10, 15 minutes is just... I mean, the crowd is literally like losing their fucking mind. Like it is insane. Andre three thousands in the front row. He's dying. It's uh, it's so good. Uh, so that is definitely one of my top three. The rest of my top three is probably Patrice O'Neill elephant in the room, uh, which is a, a classic and, and really Patrice didn't really do a whole lot of specials. So it really feels like his, like kind of his magnum opus, um, and then I probably would round it out with Nate Bargetsy, the Tennessee kid. However, uh, it's also very tough not to have Chris Rock bigger and blacker in there, uh, just because that's obviously a legendary special and has probably one of the best 
bits of all time in it. Uh, but I just, I, I figured I would get my boy Nate in there. The Tennessee kid, incredibly good. And Nate is so good and has never released a bad special. So that's probably my top three, Stefan. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of like, uh, you know, comedy specials and stuff that I've watched. I don't watch a lot of them, but me doing stand up, uh, Norm MacDonald. Uh, I, I remember watching that. That was very good. I'm just thinking of like Norm MacDonald ones. Cause there was the one that was released after he died. Yeah. Uh, nothing special. That was very good as well. Um, and then what's the, what's the Bernie Mac one? I remember watching that and really liking it. Well, Bernie Mac has the legendary Def Jam set. Yeah, I mean it's not as special, I guess, right? But like, I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. That's but, the best. Uh, yeah, it's probably the best single best TV set ever. It's either yeah. him or Louis Anderson for the first time on the Tonight Show. Yeah, let's say let's say that then, because if we're counting that as a special, because I mean Bernie we're not is so but funny. You can if you want yeah. to. It's your I will, show. I will be saying that, Dan. Uh, I don't watch comedy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank, there you thank have you, uh, Thank you, Jacob. There it is. Thank you to Way Cool Jacob for sending in that question. And again, if you want to send in a question for us two guys here at YKB, uh, you heard that theme song. There's a bunch of emails, voicemails. I'm sure it'll get to us eventually. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, we did it. This is the first episode of Freaky February in the books. How did it feel, Stefan? It felt good. I think we did a good job. You know, it helps that, that YKS, uh, great guys over there, great concept for a show. Very easy to sort of just jump right in, you know? I agree. A yeah. very fun time. If you want to support our show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash blocked party. $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month, including speaking of the YKS guys, the thrilling conclusion of BP D and D season three with Mike and JF and Josh Bergel. It's been a blast. Uh, the fifth and final episode is coming up this month. We also have some other fun stuff planned for sweeps month. We also have all the new hundred dollar club perks, uh, we there's merch discounts, ad free episodes, access to our discord. Check that all out. Patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram and uh, TikTok at blocked party pod. You can follow us on blue sky at block party. And if you want to see the video of this episode, it is available on our YouTube, youtube.com slash at blocked party. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back here next week with our second freaky February episode. It's going to be a good one. Stay tuned for that one. We'll see you back here very soon. Goodbye. Bye bye. Yeah, hey, this is one of your guys' like regular callers for on uh, YKS, and I just want to say you guys are doing an awesome job, and uh, definitely keep up the good work. Keep doing what you're doing, and um, you guys are awesome. You guys are my number one favorite show. I download, I listen to it every week, and I download, I hit the download. I'm telling people about it at work. I work at, I work at a factory that makes uh, like uh, coffins for children, so. Very serious work. So we don't have a lot of time to <laughs> talk about comedy stuff. But, uh, no, I'm doing all right. All right, love the show.